Kumite. 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 Tell you to the party. Kumite. Kumite. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> He's still on Daniel. We're gonna fill up Pound Crush Turtles. Very species of me. We missed the first um, time around. You people can't see it at home, but I am in the middle of doing the most delightful splits. Mm. This is how I relax. I was very impressed. We are recording on the top of our. Uh, the 69th t uh, floor of uh -huh. the Tart of the Party Tower? Yep. We're both on top. Oh, so Look, windy. there's a bird. Chip, 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 chip. <laughs> Are you cheeking? <laughs> chip, 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 chip. <laughs> Beautiful Foley work. Oh, uh, yeah. We're uh, this week talking about one of the world's most delightfully stupid movies ever made. <laughs> I had never it's seen it until sport. last night. Fucking Bloodsport. Jean-Claude Van Damme's Bloodsport. Had you seen this before? Uh-huh. I told you, bless for a good time. You recommended this me. Oh, it was already on my list. Mm -hmm. um, this is a movie, I don't know how I avoided seeing it back in the day. I remember seeing the box on VH, uh, VHS shelves back in the day at the video store, at yeah. Blockbuster. And Mom bought video stores and always had the picture of uh, the brown, all I know is Bloodsport guy, brown Asian guy, chunky. Yeah. Going, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bloodsport and blood red letters on it. Mm-hmm. This movie lived up to that box, all right? Let's go. Yes, it did. This movie is such a perfect slice of late <laughs> 80s cheesy bullshit. Mm -hmm. The one thing, the only thing, uh, I guess I'm spoiling things right off the top of that. Oh, no. The only thing that disappointed me about this movie is that this movie is about as violent as, like, an episode of Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little for, bit of blood. For, like, the, the, the movie called Bloodsport. I so not for the longest time, it was gonna be a crazy gore fest. Not maybe not like Evil Dead or something like that, but I thought there'd be some like busted ribs, more compound no. fractures. Ninety percent of the blood is comes from noses and mouths. <laughs> and little baby on the temple. One guy gets a compound fracture, and they did that just by tape, taping a piece of bacon to someone's <laughs> leg. There's not even any uh, blood or anything like yeah. that. It's in fact actually it's so abstract you don't even know what you're looking at. Yeah, it's while like, watching, I was like, there's. I feel like there should be a lot more blood on this mat. Yeah. Oh, that's the funny end of the movie. It's called blood sport. There's like three stains on it, and that's it. It's like it's like a girl when she's on her period. Like, oh no. Maybe your period panties failed her, and that's about as bloody as that yeah. fucking uh, fight mat gets. But we're not here for the blood. We're, we're here for the the jump splits. This is. This is the movie I thought Street Fighter was gonna be. Yeah, that's Street Fighter yeah, the movie. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about that. That was one of the trivia things. How they specifically did not want to make a tournament film. Mm -hmm. This is definitely the '80s. Their attempt to do the Enter the Dragon kind of form. Have you have you seen Enter the Dragon? Yes. I guess. I have seen Enter the Dragon a bunch of times, but I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I don't remember, but the main bad guy in this movie he's supposed to be from Enter the Dragon. Yeah, um, he he's. he's like break some necks which is weird because Enter the Dragon was like 15 years before this so he must have been a wee baby in Enter the Dragon yeah. um we're watching this I guess because we just saw Street Fighter not that long ago so we're on Jean-Claude Van Damme high nah you just were saying some stuff that you could do in Bloodsport was, was Street Fighter like, part oh, of Awful April mm. I already can't remember it was, it was yes. that recent yes oh okay uh, this is technically... <laughs> I love how we, we assumed that this is going to be good enough. This is definitely not part of Awful April. No, it's a good movie! It's a, I, I don't know if you would say it's a good movie, but it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is a perfect slide. I kinda, I, I'm kind of kicking myself for not having seen this as a kid, because this is a perfect... like. If you're at home and you just want some comfort food, something in the background while you're this sick. This is the movie that you're flipping through channels and it's on and you're like, I'm leaving Bloodsport on. I have no on. idea what happened that I never had a child 
opportunity to flip the th I flipped through the channels before. That's how I saw it. Bloodsport never came most, on. Like, every time. I don't know what happened. My family had HBO. We had TNT. Mm -hmm. We had all the chick cables. But I always was... And the, like I said, this is so unviolent that you could easily just show it on fucking Food Network. Yeah. <laughs> this could be like... Cut a couple bits out. It could be on the fucking Hallmark channel. Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Very complicated plot. A very complicated. Actually, the gloss over some major parts where I'm like, wait, why is what happening in yeah. this movie? It's there's not a lot of filler in this movie. No. Well, technically, it actually the, moves really fast. Technically, the first half hour is like a flashback. Yeah. You really don't need to know, but no. Yeah, but <laughs> Bloodsport. Okay, so what is Bloodsport doing at the beginning of this film? Uh, oh, it's a uh, Canon film. We should also point this yeah. out. Have you seen the documentary on Netflix about Canon films? No. I forget what it's called, but it's on Netflix, mm. and it's called like Electric. Oh, Electric Boogaloo: mm -hmm. The Story of Canon Films. Mm -hmm. And Canon Films are just one of the big schlocky filmmakers in the yeah. 80s, uh, production houses, and they produced this, and I actually think they talked to Jean-Claude Van Damme for 10 seconds about Bloodsport in that documentary, and he hmm. just talks about how uh, this was his first movie, he got this movie by, uh, he ran into one of the producers, like, while they were at a Cannes Film Festival, and he went up to... Menachem Globus, one of the par partners who founded Canon Films, supposedly did like a standing jump kick at the dude's face, barely mi missed kicking his nose off by half an inch, and the guy was, you're great! <laughs> We're gonna make a movie with you! And so then they made Bloodsport. That's mm. the story of the making of Bloodsport. And eventually and his career would peak with Street Fighter the movie. That's really... What happened? Because John Claude... <laughs> I mean, granted, this is like... This is 1988, so it's right yeah. before the 90s. But John Claude only seemed <gasps> to have a real career for less than a decade. Yeah. Granny's a kung fu guy. It's not like yeah, he's, he's going to have a super long history. But like, it's like Steven Seagal hung on for like 30 years. He's still trying <laughs> to make movies. Uh, hung, Stallone hung on isn't quite the word I would use for, Let's for say, Steven Seagal. I'd say it's Steven Seagal. I'd say like caught under the wheel wells of the car <laughs> got dragged down the getting road drug. but i'm just saying steven Seagal had a lower high <laughs> than john claude ever did but for somehow that he's managed to last longer for some reason mm. um but yeah because i maybe it's his grasp on the english language that's hardly possible too mm. actually john claude van damme's pretty cute in this movie He's very young. Even though he's a baby face. He's baby face. He got a little and, haircut. And before the movie started, he said, take off all of my body hair, please. So... And they just... He, they're it's doing all gone. Thing. Well, everyone all in gone. this movie and he's essentially made out of hot dog he's meat. very shiny. Yeah, super... Everyone's in this movie is, like, glistening and brown and just, Even, like, like the, the bigger, fatter, lubbier guys that fight are... He's got are all glistening. Fucking ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. He's got some chest hair, but then he's supposed to be the big dumb lug. Mm -hmm. But even then, he's not like super hairy. It's not like he's wearing a sweater under his, his his jacket or anything like that. But he's the closest thing to like a normal looking human being in this film. Yeah. But yeah, it starts off with what? Well, Blood it starts Sport off doing? with like the the underground secret arena being built. I fucking love yeah just how they treat the blood sport mm. the, the kumite yeah as this real thing that even all the guys who are putting on the kumite have to get ready for mm -hmm. like everyone's like they have you to got get up gaffers early. you have and... to brush your teeth yeah. and get ready to build the blood sport yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah mm -hmm. well and then they also cut, cut between like the the erection of the the temple 
in the Kowloon's walled city where the Kumite is going to be held. Mm-hmm. You have everyone kind of getting ready. Yeah, like, very shots of fighters punching shit and kicking shit. Yeah, presumably right before everyone gets uh hops in the cab to the airport. Yeah. Because <laughs> even even the bad guy, he's like doing exercises, and his cousin comes over and says, okay, we have to go to the airport now, Chuck. And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I love a little bit of pre- preparation for the mm-hmm. whole film. Um, yeah, it's fucking... Um, yeah, chunky brown guy, blood sport guy. The weirdest. This movie already really starts off to a weird fucking thing. Yeah. Black guy jumping in the trees and beating up on coconuts. <laughs> That's his style. That caught my attention. <laughs> it was one of those things where I started the movie, started like drawing up my notes and everything like that, and then the black guy with the coconuts Bill. was my first inkling that this is a movie that. that probably deserved my undivided attention yeah it's true <laughs> that's what i was like you know what i'm not gonna take too many notes i'm just gonna watch this movie yeah, it takes cause... all styles in the kumite <sighs> it really does mm-hmm. and so yeah you meet ray jackson playing by donald oh Gibb. that's the character's name okay yeah. yeah uh he punched a punching bag and some some terrible actor comes up to him <laughs> and is like are you really going to hong kong for a full contact fighting and he's like, yeah, I need a few more scars on my face. And, that's and he says it in this weird way, because it's not like he's he's not an attractive... He's not... It's not like... He's not an attractive guy, but it's not like because he's beaten up. No. He just got, like, one eye bigger than the other. He just looks like a linebacker. He looks, he's ogre from yeah. Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. Uh, so, then we see Jean-Claude Van Damme kicking a speed bag in his sexy unitard. Oh, does he have a unitard? Yeah, he's got, a, like, a black singlet <laughs> on, but it's all low-cut in the front. It looks like something a lady would wear to jazz Trying to show size. off his chest and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some military dude comes up to him and is like, hey, some general or some shit wants to see you. This starts off. He, he, he heard you're going to go to Hong Kong. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, it's a super young guy. And he's like, you got to report to the general's office. Yeah. He wants to talk to you about this Hong Kong, Kong trip. Yeah. And then John Claude's like, I will take a shower. Yeah. Well, he says, I'll go talk to him after taking a shower. It's great acting right off the bat, Jean Claude. And the guy goes, it'll have to wait. And he says, okay. So then they go to the shower. <laughs> That's the opposite of what they just said. But and right. so, of course, he goes to the shower. And, and the guy's like, what's taking so long? Hey, hey. And Bill, he's not there no more. Go away. He escaped. And it's never established. I'm presuming this is like an United States Army base somewhere in the United States. Yes. Despite like the, like the little stock footage they show at the beginning of like, it's like Hong Kong military police doing, like, hut, 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 yeah. hut, running down the road. It's not an American army thing. So at first I thought, was this like a military base somewhere in Asia? But no, we're led to leave. It's not even led to believe, but they just kind of make it sound like this is supposed to be America. Yeah, kind of. But it's totally not no, America. I couldn't figure it out. And because... so I was even confused at the beginning, like, where is he escaping from to where what? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so he's gone. So that guy runs off. And goes and talks to the general, and is like, "Oh no, he snuck away!" And that really guy, is, yeah, dude, teen. Another terrible actor. <laughs> this guy's like, "If at all, you send these two guys after him. We gotta get him. We don't want his, yeah. our precious little baby we to gotta, get hurt. We gotta send Harcastle McCormick after Jean Claude mm-hmm. Van Damme. So, after Dukes, yeah, Dukes, which confound because me. he's important or some shit. I don't know. This but is it's, never but, explained. <laughs> no, it's really it's... not." It's never explained why he suddenly decides... Well, they even mention that he's got a furlough coming up. Yeah. But it's only because they find out that he's going planning to go to Hong Kong that raises mm-hmm. suspicions with his superior officers. 
That's what get, gets them in trouble. Yeah. Does that explain why they care? Well, I think later At on some someone point, says something says, about like, like the uh, government spent a lot of money on you. Yeah, we don't want you damaged. Yeah, which so what is he like some I, kind of super serum? So is he know. Captain America? <laughs> yeah, he's Captain America. Oh, uh, you think he's on furlough? It's his own personal business. You can do. Yeah. And the funny thing is, they say he's worried about he's going to go Hong Kong, but at first he just goes visits his. Well, it's hard to say because I was like, is he in Hong Kong right now? When he goes visits a family? Yeah, because I, I, they don't do any like transition that sets Presumably up where he is. Presumably not, because when you see the flashback about where the... I think it's the Tanaka family, yeah. where they live, they're all sounded, surrounded by fat white Americans in 1980s. Yeah. Despite, it's supposed to be a flashback, presumably, like, John Clyde Van Damme is presumably like 30 years old during the or yeah, somewhere like 24. late 20s or something like that. It's at least a decade in the past yeah. when these flashbacks happen, when he yeah. shows up at his sick mentor's house. But despite that, everyone is dressed in like, it's the, it's they don't the bother 80s. to change no. anything. It's yeah. 1980, everyone's wearing fucking MC Hammer pants and fucking... It's... <laughs> I honestly got confused. Yeah. Because when he goes... He goes to visit a sick mentor, well, and suddenly there's kids stealing a thing. Hold on. I thought, I didn't realize it was a flashback. Oh, okay. I thought he was like, I thought I, because I did stop for a moment <coughs> to take notes, and I looked back, and I'm like, did I miss, I had to rewind it to go okay. see what the, but anyway, yeah, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. Uh, he goes, maybe he's in Hong Kong, I couldn't tell, but he's not. They don't even bother yeah. to explain, yeah. Well, who cares? Yeah. Because his outfit is incredible. Is it? Yeah. He's got high-waisted, <laughs> like, uh. Uh, Abe Simpson pants? No. Uh, like slacks? Oh, what's the name of that the cop show from the 80s? Uh, oh, fucking uh, Miami, Miami Vice. Vice. Yeah, he's got high-waisted Miami Vice. Oh, I didn't think about that. White, like, dockers on. I know he's got, like, a white and, blazer on. Uh, no, he's got a black uh, wife beater underneath with a, oh. uh, just the chunkiest, biggest le- black leather jacket on. Man. I was not paying attention to the fashion of this film. <laughs> well, Aside you should from have. The shitty, fat, white American people in the background that are supposed to be living in the uh, Tanaka's neighborhood, mm-hmm. but yeah. He knocks on the door. Some middle-aged Asian lady answers it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so far, her included, the acting in this movie is for shit. <laughs> Everybody is terrible, and that trend will continue. Even when he f- goes into the house and looks at a sword, and then a flashback. Which I told you again, I totally yeah. missed. So I was like, with, what? Intercuts with him looking at the where the kids are. So I thought he was like watching kids sneak into the house while he was there. So no. I had to rewind and go, what the fuck is happening? There's some kids. They sneak in. They pick up a sword. But then they hear a noise. So they drop it and run away. But baby Jean-Claude Van Damme, who is the gangliest looking dopiest the motherfucker he's three feet taller than everyone he looks like cameron from ferris bueller's day off he looks like he's a mongoloid compared to every- he's, he's just like this he's wearing a jersey that's way too big for him i saw in the errors for this movie that he's wearing a san francisco was it the san francisco giants jersey and a new york giants hat yeah and someone whoever what aviation person was the production team didn't realize they're two different teams giants so they're just giants related, so he just yeah. he's just a big fan of giants. But he's just got this big doofy cap. He just looks like his face he has not grown into his face yet, this guy this kid. He looks like he's about to find a magic genie, rub the lamp, and like some eighties magic genie is gonna come out and suddenly make him cool with Bill Wiggle Wiggle Whack. I don't wanna <laughs> shock I don't wanna shock you too much, but I looked into it. 
and this is the only role this child actor ever had. Is he? I don't want to shock you. <laughs> the, th- the the big thing with this kid, I'm wondering, is that actually his own voice? Because he's obviously dubbed. Yeah. I don't know if he's dubbed with his own voice, but I really honestly wonder if they got John Claude Van Damme to come in. Because who, 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 what kid are you going to find who speaks even voiceover, even dubbing wise? I don't know. Are you going to find a kid who can speak with a? Br- what what, 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 what do we figure out that the John Claude uh, Belgium? From? Belgium, that's what it is. We he's the muscles from Brussels, but we can't yeah. remember where Brussels is. Yeah, good luck finding a kid to overdub anyone. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they just got John Claude. Hey, I'm so a little kid. I'm John Claude Van Damme. He awkwardly picks the sword up and puts it back on the stand, yeah. and then the dad who owns the house and his son come in, and the son run over and kicks him in the stomach. <laughs> Kaplam's the kid's younger, way younger than yeah. Ginger. Well, at least way smaller than yeah. John Claude. But you know, so the dad's like go. Do your fucking homework. And the kid goes off. And he's like, oh, uh, I won't. Well, there's dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> the father's like, that's enough. Go back to your study. So he do. And he tells Jean, baby Jean-Claude Van Damme, you cannot get Katana Sword by stealing. You must earn it. Except the kids were like five seconds away from just having the Katana <laughs> if, by stealing. If Yeah, no, if Jean-Claude had not had second thoughts, they would have been already... The fucking three blocks down the street with that guy's so, katana blade. The kid, I can't act as poorly as he does, but I'll try. I wasn't going to steal it. I still emoted but too much. But he's like, I'm not going to steal it. I wasn't going to steal it. So, yeah. High-pitched Smurf voice, but through like a Belgium accent. It's just so really odd. The, the guy who owns the sword cuts the brim of his baseball cap off, and he says, You didn't flinch. You have the fighting spirit. Or he's just the oh, dumb dumb. Saki over here. Well, that's the thing is the kid. Not he's only got this like, but he's just standing there like he hang mouth open dumb face. He's like kind of like. It was very brave of this this child actor to play young Jean Claude Van Damme with a mental deficit. I mean, that's I was trying to figure out a way to say it <laughs> because I don't know if he like if they were trying to direct him to seem kind of like cold and distant and like maybe he's got some inner steel that this. That this Professor Tanaka, whoever the fuck he is, is no, just discovering. Mentally challenged no, he's Jean-Claude just sitting there Van going. Damme. It's like you almost picture that. Mouth like breather. thirty seconds later, he's gonna realize the brim of his hat's gonna go. He's gonna suddenly <laughs> jump back and scream and go, oh, "My hat!" Mm-hmm. And then run out of the house screaming, <laughs> "My hat! My hat!" <laughs> <laughs> That's how this kid goes, <laughs> and it kind of shades my perception of John Claude Van Damme's character for the rest mm-hmm. of the movie because I'm like. Oh, Professor Tanaka found a cure for fucking whatever autism he had yes. and fixed him up. So he's like, oh. you aren't going to call the cops? Not if we make a deal. Fuck, I'm not deal. So the old Asian man sits down with Frank's parents and talks about how martial science can train their son and blah, blah, blah. This is the blah. first time I realized this is supposed to take place in America because... Uh, yeah, he mentions... Rokusaki you says... You came to America for whatever. Yeah. I came to America for whatever. Yeah, I guess I guess John claudes parents are making wine and he's making fish in a, in a hatchery. Mm. And again, this is the least America, America. Did you... Right. Oh, speaking... Uh, not speaking of. Yeah? You, do you recognize this guy? Uh, I looked it up in the... Yeah. Okay. I freaked out a little bit. Assuming... <laughs> yeah. like, we, we would only know him from one other thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, all the Asian guys in those movies have been in other kung fu movies. This is a fucking Lao Che. Yeah. Right? Indiana Jones and Temple of yeah. Doom. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah. And in the moment I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, because he even still got the same mustache mm-hmm. and everything. Like, oh, man. Lao Che was one of the best parts of Temple of Doom, too. So I'm glad to see this guy, this guy got other work. So, yeah. So... 
the Asian kid is now beating up his uh, Frank during practice. Well, so I guess the thing is, like, he says, isn't isn't the deal that like, I'll let you be, I'll let if you let my son beat you up as part of your training, I'll teach you also kung fu too. I guess. Well, no, he was just gonna teach him as well or something. Okay, yeah. But uh, the Asian kid is beating him up during practice, and and the father sends the son off, and Frank's very upset. Uh, at least I think that's the emotion this kid is trying Again, to with the kid just like... <laughs> Why do you train me and not him? I brought you here to help my son train. If you want me to be a punching bag, you can forget about our deal. That's that's kind of a good point. <laughs> it's a good point, yeah. yeah. He's not getting anything out of it. He's he getting, just, he's getting he his ass... He just go home. Yeah, he's getting his ass kicked by a kid half his size. For free. He could say, yeah. you know what, I'm sorry I almost took the sword. I didn't take the sword. He busted me, but that, I think I've paid my dues back, yeah. So, But uh, then, oh no, his training isn't for shit because his son is getting beat the fuck out up at school. And, but then, do-ba-do, white boy comes in to save him. Yeah, dun-da-da. Dun-da-da-da-da. And then uh, I missed that part. I thought that the last thing we saw about the son is that he's already dead. No, which is pretty so, much the next and scene. And Frank though, helps yeah. him up after he chases off the bully. Oh, that's right. And the kid's like, "Someday I'll fight in Kumite and make my father proud." They shake hands. Now they friends. Oh, I didn't realize that's the only real justification because it's never explained why Frank. I get. Oh, okay, we call him Frank. Uh, Frank or John Claude Van Damme's Duke, character. It's never explained why he wants to fight in Kumite. Yeah. And I guess this is the closest because he's trying to take the place of yeah. Shredder's son. Yes, Shredder. Or not Shredder, who's <laughs> Splinter's son. Uh, oh, Splinter, whatever. Yeah. Four baby turtles. Uh, now the flashback is later. The son is dead. <laughs> I'm not even any explanation or hint as no. the... He's just gone. That's fine. They're just, We're they're moving just along. praying to a picture of yep. him. Um, And the father's like, no more training. But you still have so much to teach. For 2,000 years, knowledge passed from father to son. Father to son. Now my son dead. No more training. But Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, hey, you'll train me. But what about me? And, he, like, and the dad's... Like, pointing at himself. <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> me. I'm and here. And the dad is like, bitch, you ain't Japanese. And he's like, yeah, but you want to do it. I do it to honor you. Said, what else are you gonna do? You got an empty house. You're just gonna sit here and fuck around. What? What are you gonna mm-hmm. do? Yeah. So day train, which is day training must. Oh, and, and the father does mention that he had like another light. He had another family, and they got killed in Hiroshima, so he came to America. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But yeah, but it burst into great training just, montage, which is mostly footage of John Claude Van Damme getting thrown the fuck down <laughs> on the ground over and over again, Get and lit. also playing patty cakes with the guy. Playing patty cakes and just kidding Gra- the shit. Be- literally beat yeah. out of him where the guy's fuck. just hitting him with a stick. Yep. Grabbing fishies out of water. Which becomes important later. Doing the sp- a lot of splits. A lot, of course. Of course. Of I'm surprised he's not doing his homework with his splits, <laughs> with his legs and feet, while playing doing, Game Boy. Doing things while wearing a blindfold, and also wearing he a, blue, tea. a blue polo with gray sweatpants. An Be- excellent fashion choice, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and keep in mind, this is supposed to be like 1979 or something, I guess, yeah. I just like to let it flop free. Yeah, hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, he's getting hit with a stick, getting drawn and quartered. Even stuff that, like, 
It's not training. Yeah, I almost feel like it's not training. It's this dude getting back at the white man for (laughs) for killing his family in World War Two. This guy's presumably like living in an American neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and he's just beating the shit out of this poor Belgian kid (laughs) with sticks, Mm -hmm. and he's even got the kid crucified on this fucking pulley system that. The guy, the kid's not learning anything. He's yeah. just torturing the poor fucking kid. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do some some sword ceremony wearing. Garb. Oh, does he actually give him the uh, the katana then? I don't know. He they just swap holding it. Okay. It's very powerful. I cried. <laughs> I cried tears as I oh young cow. And then dab the corner of your it's eyes. It's so beautiful. Flashback over. Memory get. Frank goes into the old dude's room. Ask him how he's feeling. And he says, like an old man. An old man? They didn't even bother trying to look older. No, that's all No like, white hair. Oh, you're talking about a movie. No extra facial hair. Just still a dude in his early 40s. You're talking about a movie where the flashbacks, everyone in the flashbacks, presumably the, like sometime in the 1970s, everyone is still wearing white puffy Reeboks mm-hmm. and like defeated denim ashen wash but jeans. But he but, said yeah. he's an old man, so he old man, he right? Old, and I thought he was going to die. No, no, he just like he's got the sniffles. He just laying down. Yeah, it's this. He just likes that corner room with I a lot of sun. I had the Charlie horse last night. It was very bad. And I thought at this point you were gonna reveal that like the kid, the son maybe had run off to join the Kumite, mm-hmm. and maybe this is gonna set up why Jean Claude Van Damme wants to be part of this Kumite. Mm. But no, the kid yeah. just no. There's just no wrap up or anything. It's just randomly. He's just doing it for the honor. He's just like say, hey, if you go do that Kumite thing, be careful. You might get a boo-boo. <laughs> well, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme told him he's going to Hong Kong, and he's going to join the Kumite, so the old dude's like, cool, kick some ass, yo. He's like, did you file paperwork correctly? Because I think your military <laughs> officer is going to really be really pissed yeah. about this. Quis- yeah. Quick scene on a bus of uh, Frank seeing Ray Jackson for the first time, yeah. who hits on some Asian girl Well, presumably now we're in Hong Kong, because yeah. it's a yeah. double-decker bus, and yeah. He hits Hong on Kong. some tiny little Asian girl. Fails scene end. Spectacularly. <laughs> like, John Claude's kind of watching, like, what a skeezy piece of shit. <laughs> Which this is also confounding, too, because I thought this was setting up, like, uh, this uh, fucking uh, ogre was going to be one of the big people villains. that he was going to have to fight, one of the villains. No, he's charming. But no, the next scene happens and they become fast friends. Bill, it's because they're both white. <laughs> although i can see although <coughs> it's funny too because they do establish in the back in in the flashback mm-hmm. that frank is a foreigner he's not native american and you know what i mean <laughs> but everyone else in the rest of the film keeps calling him american well, <laughs> i wonder if he is representing was... north america he kind of is a little at, at least as much as fucking ray jackson or whatever yeah. it is but it is funny because, like, yeah, there's one or two other points in the movie Action. where it's like, you American. I'm like, Action Jackson. Still haven't seen it. Oh. Yeah. I got, like I said, I got some big blind spots at this point in the podcast. Uh, I got some blind spots in my pop culture uh, history. But so, yeah, so. So they go to a hotel. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what am I? Oh, we and we meet. What is her name? Uh, Jack? No. Do they even say Janice. her name? She's just Lady. She's Janice. I, okay. I looked it up and they mentioned her name a few times. I didn't times, even make any yeah. notes about her. Uh, she's talking to two guys and she's like, first time in Hong Kong. You must be here for the Kumite. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> no other reason somebody would come to Hong Kong. I like, so she just, white girl, mm-hmm. walking around Hong Kong, mm-hmm. just accusing every Asian person she sees of being part of the Kumite. <laughs> You're part of the Kumite, aren't you? Because <laughs> she's just at the bar and it's just two businessmen. She's like, how do you get in the Kumite? Well, no, they're wearing, Give like, me the password. Are they? Yeah. I think they had, like, business because, No, the weird thing is. They put all of the fighters up at this hotel. <laughs> I don't want to say hotel, yeah. And they all just walk around in like their their fighting garb, oh, and they're that's like, a "Good point." It's like this is not a very well keep kept uh, secret here that you guys are having a fighting what tournament. One of my favorite parts. I kept on like, waiting for Ogre to change. Yeah. Before his fights, no, he just yeah. shows up in his street clothes, takes his shirt off, and keeps fighting. And this is the best fighter America has to offer. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no wonder they probably got in touch with Frank, and they're like. <clears throat> You know what? Technically, we have an American guy for our like for representing us in this tournament. But like, how about you go in our stead? Once you meet this guy, you might realize why we need a ringer like you, John Claude Van Damme, because yeah. our first choice ain't quite working out. So she's like, "You guys must be here for the Kumite," and they're like, "What's that?" And she's like, "Look, guys, I know there's a secret full contact fighting thing going on in Hong Kong in the next couple days." And she wants to know how they got invited, but they just walk away. And then that seems awkward. Properly insulted. Justifiably insulted. <laughs> How dare you? Well, maybe not. Who knows? No, they but... aren't insulted, because that's what if they're, they're there that, for. If that, 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 yeah, if, if they're that, that hotel, presumably they are part of the Kumite. Yeah. And then there's a scene of Frank and uh, Jackson playing Karate Chap. The heart game. of the fucking movie, man. <laughs> the I, this is the part where I really, because like, movie. You sat up and scooted to <laughs> well, the edge of your gonna... seat. <laughs> You're like, I it. paid for the whole thing, but I'm going to need to edge. I hate to say it, but I was like, Ooh, video game. I wonder if it's going to be a real video game. It like, turns out it is the Data East 1984 hit Karate Champ. Hit! Uh, which, uh, I guess, in retrospect, is actually credited as being the first uh, fighting game as we know it. Where mm. it's one, like The whole game is just one person on one person uh, <laughs> kick punch, and so it's kind of funny <coughs> that this game that they play is the progenitor of Street Fighter, which would be... Uh, fucking John Claude Van Damme's kind of probably second biggest movie after this. Yeah. Or Hakuna Mutata, Circle of Life. I don't know if I'd say it's the second biggest well, movie Well, that's this. one I hear more often than not. Maybe this kickboxer and maybe Time Cop. Yeah, maybe Time Which Cop. Which is funny because I actually filmed the John Claude Van Damme movie in my hometown when I was growing up. And mm. I can't remember. It's a Sudden Death. It's the one where he's at the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. It's the, his hockey movie. Essentially, mm. what if Die Hard took place at a hockey arena? Oh, exciting. So that's, yeah. It was filmed in Pittsburgh. But yeah, I love it that Ray is just, he's really into playing the video game. Yeah. He's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then fucking Frank comes in, and he's like, what are you doing here, remember? And he's like, hell, you, what, you think you do better than me? And they play for a while. It's a yeah. scene that goes on for mm-hmm. a little, little bit. And they actually bond over this. That's yeah. the best part. They're actually <laughs> friends after this scene, which I was like, this movie's dumb as hell. I love it. Well, Frank wins because he's got to be the best at everything he does. <laughs> you know, if he hadn't been beaten with poles and blindfolded for 20 years as a kid, mm-hmm. there's no. I'd love how those skills automatically somehow magically transferred to karate champ. You know what? I am best mm. at burger burger time. Yeah. Because I love hamburgers so much. <laughs> just natively, I just know which the, it's the bun and the lettuce, and I know to stay away from the pickles, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So he's, uh, Jackson's like, you want to see some real fighting? You should come watch me in the Kumite. It's very secretive, but I'm going to tell you all about it. <laughs> I love in various rooms between the, the the reporter and him. Like, he could be walking down the hallway and like, stare at you, hear people bragging about the Kumite from yeah, like, all if, different rooms. Yeah, if the reporter Lady Janice had just gone up and talked to this guy, she would have gotten the whole story. That's what she gets. She underestimates the power of video games. She probably walked past their little, like, one-man arcade there and was like... 
no one here knows about the Kumite. I'm going to go to the bar. But she, her goal, if it, actually that'd be great, a remake of this movie where it's just the secretary and Ray, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's disgusted by him just being a total like he's terrible and he's hitting on her, mm-hmm. and there's no real hero to the movie. It's just sadness for two yeah. hours. Man, so, I'd pay to see that. So Jean Claude Van Damme's like, I'm in it too. He responded with, "Aren't you a little young for full contact? Aren't you a little old for video games?" Oh, already oh, oh. back then. Gotta get some oint for for that sick bird. What would Neogaf say? The tear them parcels apart. If they ever knew about blood sport. Yeah. So he's like, "You want to go at it again, huh?" And this scene is too erotic for me. <laughs> so hmm. they bond. They tell each other as the names. Uh, and now there's two. Lynn? It would scene end. Now we're back at the, his sensei's place, and there's two dudes knocking on uh. The, the the lady yeah his mentor was, and one yeah, of them door. is Forrest Whitaker a very very young <laughs> Forrest Whitaker I was like what the hell's going on am I losing my mind it's baby face <laughs> this is the youngest outside of uh um Apocalypse Now wait is, or is no. he in Apocalypse Now because I, I know it's I'm, well, am uh, I Cowboy Curtis no the, that, Morpheus yeah, is in yeah, there more, I might be getting I can't remember they're both in I mean it, they might both be in it in retrospect. Uh I've seen big chunks of Apocalypse now. I've never seen the whole thing, but that is on my list mm. sometime this year I'd like to do. Um but the, yeah, the only thing I distinctly remember seeing uh young Forrest Whitaker is he's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Have mm. you ever seen that? No. Man, I don't want to oversell that movie, but I really like that movie. Yeah. And he's this big burly like high school football player in that. And... Isn't it an awkward comedy? Because I don't like awkward comedies. <sighs> yeah, it's it's comedy. It's kind of a dramedy because there's a, cri- a whole or a thing. cringe comedy. I should no, say. it's not really cringy. Oh, okay, just um, the scene where he gets caught masturbating or whatever it is. He's... Does that happen when he's fascinated about Phoebe Cates taking her? Top oh, that's off? the one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's the closest to cringe comedy okay. there is in that movie. Yeah, it's it's not it's not trying to be porky okay. or anything like that. It's actually kind of like what. <laughs> We can talk about because I'm probably gonna browbeat you into watching that movie. Someday. We'll talk about it someday. I'll probably yeah. Uh, it's, but no, that's based off of Cameron Crowe, the guy who wrote uh, the book that that movie was based on. Yeah. yeah, that was actually based off real life experiences where he went undercover for Rolling Stones. And, mm. I don't know, but but yeah, Forrest Whitaker's in that movie for he's he plays a secondary character football player. Um, but yeah, it's Oscar winner Forrest Whitaker plus uh, his partner. I didn't know whose his partner part- was. Who is? I, he's not the guy, but he is the villain in mitchell he's not that's the guy not no that he's guy. not the guy but he's that guy he's that type that he's pokemon the, he's they're interchangeable because they're both kind of snub-nosed white haired yeah. i like, did look that guy up he's yeah. not the bad if he yeah he, no he's not the but guy he's that mitchell, type but, but he did play they're easily confused the one of the lead gorilla hunters in the original planet mm. of the apes and yeah. also was a dude a military officer in my favorite planet of the apes movie escape from the planet of the apes the third Bill. one. It's Bill. so good. Mwah. Bill. Pronounce it correctly, please. Escape. Thank you. From the planet of the office. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so it's him and Fortis Whitaker. Yeah. And meeting of the on, generations. They knock on the door. And they start the plot. The secondary plot that is not needed at all. No, it's just the, this. Me, this is the filler in the movie where yeah. you don't need this at all. They yeah. ask her where Frank is, or is, do you know if he's gone to Hong Kong? She's like, I don't know. He came and visited a very sick man. So get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, the like, government's hear, very you interested. Hear, uh, for whatever uh, uh, you can hear what's his face in the background. Go, eh, eh, yeah. Eh, eh. <laughs> so <laughs> she doesn't know where he is. Then so then the scene's over. But she really doesn't. It's not like no. she's like yeah, covering for him or anything. Yeah. 
That scene's over, and then uh, Duke and Jackson are checking into their rooms. Mr. Lin in room 310 wants to see him after they're checked in. And uh, Jackson's like, who the hell is Mr. Lin? I'm Mr. Lin. You Jackson? You look like Jackson. That would make you Frank Duke. Ducks. No, 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 no. It's Dukes. Dukes. Gotcha. Like, put up your Dukes. This guy's fucking speedball. He's super ADD, yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, which I miss, I must have been taking notes because I missed that explanation. And I just assumed that Dukes' last name was D-U-K-E-S, Dukes? Mm, no. Or, if you're really crazy, D-O-O-K-S, no. Duke Dukes. And it's... when I, you see his name show up on the name roster at the oh, at damn. the comité later, I was like, oh. wait, it's actually really just Ducks? Yep, D-U-X. So I totally was like, it turns out this is because this is based off a guy who pretended that all this shit was real, so we had to squeeze his <laughs> name. So it's like some kind of fucking, yeah. we'll get to that later, but yeah. yeah. So, he, so Lin takes them to... Well, Lin tells them very loudly that it's the biggest secret <laughs> kumite ever. That's the other thing. They're in the, like, they're in the hotel bar yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the people checking them in aren't involved in the kumite, but it's like, kumite! Kumite. And, well, they, uh, it's also lucky because they're right across the street from the kumite, yeah. too. And How did this lady... <laughs> She's a very bad reporter. She's literally, everyone's, again, still just shouting out a lot about the Kumite. Takes place right across from the Kumite. At this point, it's hard not to end up at the Kumite if you're in uh, Hong Kong right Mm -hmm. now. Lin's been hired to show them and the other North American fighters around. Uh, He's going to make sure they they give it their best and keep them from fighting from outside the arena. Oh, yeah, that's right. He shows them around. Talks about how they're gonna go. They're gonna head to the seedy underbelly of Hong Kong. Kowloon, the walled city. This is actually a big, big deal. Mm. This may not seem like it, but this is a real place that was a real shithole. Yeah. This mm. I don't know how it wound up being built, but uh, the Kowloon city was a real thing. It was like twelve. I think it was twelve square blocks by twelve square blocks or something like that of this just giant pile of buildings that had like people had pretty much built by themselves mm. imagine like the world's biggest homeless camp yeah. that instead of spreading out just built upwards on top of itself mm. for like tw- like 20 years mm. and it just turned into this giant board cube of seediness awfulness uh the hong kong hong kong was already really seedy at the time uh this movie was filmed but Kowloon was pretty much a city in of itself mm. that was so dangerous that even the Hong Kong cops won't, would almost do anything to not go in there because, <laughs> and uh, this is, this, yeah, the whole place was just this giant rat's nest of prostitution and drugs and gun running and, and leaky pipes and neon signs and it, it was a huge inspiration for everything from like Cowboy Bebop to like Batman Begins. Blade Runner. It's essentially the closest thing the world has ever really seen to Blade Runner, essentially. This is a real place, and barely any movies, especially Western films, ever got a chance to shoot in there. A bunch of Kung Fu movies shot bits and pieces there. But it's. And like people have actually, from like an archaeological anthropological perspective have gone nuts trying to document what was in this because it was such a unique weird weird man-made mm-hmm. just cube of humanity that eventually just got torn down like maybe five years after this movie was made but mm. like it's just a weird thing that ever that happened yeah and so retroactively people have been trying to document the, that city and everything that was went down inside of it and stuff but it's uh, kind of cool to see that actually it's the real place they actually filmed it in, <laughs> and it's kind of cool that the comedy actually takes place in the middle of the be- of all the places in the world for the comedy to take place, this is the most suitable, so ratty, this, nasty this maze all, of awfulness. Knowing all this really kind of, it gave this movie an extra little bit of, oh, to well, you. Well, I'm watching this, I'm like, 
Because he says something about Kowloon, and I'm like, they're going to go to the real Kowloon? Because I know it was a big deal, because, like, no one wanted to film there because you'd get shot or murdered! <laughs> it yeah. wasn't a thing of, like, oh, we can't get the permits. It's just, you're crazy to go there. Yeah. Yeah! And they, I guess they filmed enough just to at least walk down one hall and pretend to go into a movie set. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so. Yeah, he tells them, once you step out from the sunlight and into the narrow corners, it's time to protect your nuts, guys. <laughs> There's a lot of great words, turns of phrases in this movie yeah. like that, yeah. They go into some We're back- about to run into a famous one, I guess, yeah. here, down here. They go yeah. into some back alleys. You can tell they're bad news because it's dark blue lighting, yeah. wires hanging down. This and, is, this is like also, I said, this is actually for real, though. This also, is what it a like. baby cried. Yeah. It's it very evil. Uh, they come to some temple gates, go inside. And things are getting set up. The Kumite's getting set up. Still. Oh, we pass. Oh, the, the, uh, just back one. I guess it's a famous line from this movie. When they first are about to go into the Kowloon City, there's an mm-hmm. older guy. And he's like, You okay, oh, USA, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I guess that's a, one of the big catchphrases. Okay, they US, this like, guy whose Weird face looks like he's faced. sliding off his face. Yeah. yeah, like he like worked too long towards the radioactive material they have hidden <laughs> in the basement of the Kowloon City or something yeah. like that. But yeah. But yeah, as they walk down, they walk down a hall for five minutes, turn left, and then they're inside the Kumite. Yeah, Lynn tells them they gotta get set up with the like registered and shit. It's so, a nice little place. So they do. Like, you could totally tell that this Street Fighter, when they did their little like, little bit of a tournament thing inside of Street Fighter, this is what they're trying to make it look mm, like a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because yeah, it's. I like how they they have lights. I love at the beginning of the movie you see people like like. Like turning it, like uh, uh, putting like, in the Christmas light. lights to oh, hang yeah, up yeah. and everything like that, and you get to see it. It's so, so pristine and beautiful mm-hmm. and empty. And just... Yeah. So, but the two guys signing people in don't believe that Jean Claude Van Damme is representing oh, yeah. whatever the fuck his name was, old Asian man, because because he's a white boy. So they make him show him the Death Touch. Well, specifically, it's not just that he's white, but he also claims to be the student of the teacher he had. Yeah. Watching, I watched a little bit of the beginning of this again. The second of this uh, this morning, and I realized that's actually it as much as anything else. So mm. that's so that's where like show us the dim Mac, yeah, dumb Mook or whatever the hell. Yeah. He's like, the I'll show you touch. The, the death touch. Yeah. So they set up a bunch of bricks. Dax tells Lynn to pick one, so he picks like top left. Yeah, he really does tell you I want a top one. And he's about to hit it, but the guys who are signing him in is like, no, bottom one inspirational music starts to play it really is like fucking synth <laughs> jean-claude van damme's eyes bug out all over the place he hits it and kerblamza whamzo the bottom brick explodes everywhere this is one of the first inklings in the movie that physics and the Bloodsport universe <laughs> don't work the same way they do in real life but yeah just oh yeah the br- and everybody's like squirts out yeah and of course, Everybody's the two guys who, who are in charge of like, yeah, they're like, oh, they're right, like, oh you got it, you're, yeah. you're, you're good, come on in. But, Your invitation is accepted. But then we're introduced to, uh, well, we see him a little bit in the beginning montage, but you don't realize that he's so sinister. We're introduced to Bolo, what's his name? Bolo. Chong uh, Lee. Yeah, but his Oh, the act, real actor, yeah, Bolo, Bolo. Which I guess, this is the villain I mentioned who was in Enter the Dragon. Yeah. I guess it's not his real name. His character's name in Enter the Dragon was Bolo, so he's just mm. known professionally as Bolo <laughs> Jackson. Bolo Smith? No, it's... Bolo it's... Yolo. Bolo Yolo. <laughs> we could I'm just gonna up, call him Bolo. I just call him Chong Lee. I, mm. You know what? To me, he's still just Bloodsport guy. He he's Bloodsport guy. He's Bloodsport guy. He's this... 
I want to say fat, but he chunky. Well, he's a bodybuilder. He was known as the uh, Chinese Hercules. Yeah, and he looks like it. He's just this. He's a huge dude. And, but he's got this like little pyramidal face and like these big lips and this angry glare. He's well, just a great looking He's got dude. very thin eyebrows, which makes him look extra alien. Yeah. And he's just these little black eyes and just like. Meh. And he's very dubbed in this movie. <laughs> For the four lines he says. Yeah. But yeah he'll open his mouth and suddenly well, it's he lo- like, he looks, I hate he's you. Very good. But Bricka not a hit backer. Oh yeah, that's yeah. So then we go back to the unnecessary story. Which line. I guess that's a reference to. I think uh, Bruce Lee says something like that in. Uh, mm, yeah, End of the does, Dragon. Yeah. yeah so. Blah, 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 blah. So we go back to the unnecessary storyline of the two guys <laughs> chasing. It's just uh, Frank down. Is this the? Sh- they're at some Hong Kong military complex and are like, "Hey, if you could pass this this photo of this guy around." Oh yeah. We're really into him, and we're trying to score a date, Have and we don't know where he's, he's gone. So baby faced. This is years before Tinder, and we Have... we got to swipe. Have you seen that ass? Yeah. I know he's been flexing Oof. and showing off his ass. Oh. Actually, if they just... Actually, have you seen this guy? And, like, I could see people going, like, I he doesn't look familiar. Like, have you seen this guy? Imagine him doing splits. I'm like, oh, he, that's the guy <laughs> up on top of the oh, roof there. Were, I thought you were going to be like, have you seen this guy? No, he doesn't look familiar. Oh, okay. Have you seen this ass? Oh, yes, that ass. I've seen... This little picture of that ass with, like, sparkles on it. That ass. That ass everywhere. <laughs> it's on Bill. He's only been in town for three days, and there's already billboards of John claudes ass all over mm-hmm. town. But, yeah. But... That wasn't the only thing, too. They also kind of go up to... Oh, you're Asian. You know about this kumite, right? And the, the, even, the, even the military guy's like... Kumite? We don't know anything about no Kumite. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, again, if you're Asian, you're already, like, in part of this Kumite. Yeah, thing. they tell a military general or whatever he's supposed yeah. to be. They, 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 he's trying to fight in the Kumite, and they're gonna stop him. Who cares? Who cares? Really is. <laughs> Who cares? Real, they have not explained that at least why Why they aside, aside from the vague monetary yeah. investment. Hey, you're in the military, but don't punch anybody. It's too dangerous. <laughs> Come back and get shot at with bullets and... and Tr- stabbed by enemies. Oh, I forgot. Oh, we'll talk about the tasers later, but yeah. yeah. But, uh... Blah, blah, blah. If any of your men happen to see this guy's sweet ass, give us a call. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So, back at the hotel, some guy is hitting on, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you got... <coughs> Uh-huh. Presumably, these guys are dressed up like Jamie Farr in Cannonball Run. Mm. They're supposed to... Presumably, like Saudi princes or yeah, something like that. Something like that. They're obviously like guys, Thai guys, mm-hmm. f- like with overdub Russian accents, <laughs> named like the main guys Hussein something. Mm. And he's like, "Oh, hey, baby, you come up to my room, I give you an interview." <laughs> yeah, that's how he talks. Yeah, she's like, he like, sounds like Zangief. Yeah, she's yeah. like, like hell, and she calls him an asshole. Yeah, he about to slap her, but Duke nopes it. He grabs his wrist and is like, "Leave the girl alone." And then there's another guy who says, "He's the American shithead who makes tricks with bricks." And the guy says it in such a way I had to go back and be like, "What the fuck does he?" Trickly bricks. He said the bricks. He makes trickly bricks. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Even the guy who dubbed the voice was kind of drunk and slurring that day. <laughs> Blickly bleak. So, uh, yeah. Jackson comes up as well. He's like, guess Kumite starts one day earlier. I was hoping for an actual fight in this hotel no, lobby, but no, no, it's not to be. They'll both, everyone get thrown Van out. Because of... like, yeah. if we fight, we both get kicked out. Is that what you want? 
to get kicked out over her, and she's like, hey. <laughs> oh, I guess this is probably the best tack to take, like, you don't want to get thrown out for over, like, a little weirdo yeah. like this. Yeah. And so Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, why don't we gamble? I win, I get the girl, you win, you get her, and she's like, the fuck? <laughs> so, so did, so he said, they're like, oh, this is an intriguing idea, how would you want to do it? And he's like, I put this coin in your hand. If I can grab it, I win. If I can't, you lose. He's like, all right. So they do it. Eh. I like how you're, you're, you're John Claude. It's getting dangerously close to Strong Bad doing a French accent. <laughs> oh, oui, oui, mademoiselle. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they do the thing. He put hands out. He put hand out. And it's a man. And the guy's like, tinkle, <laughs> tinkles. You lose, asshole. And John claude Van Damme was like, mm-hmm. points at his hand. And he opens it. Oh, oh my god! It's a different kind of coin. It's in like a Chinese yuan. He the coin. And he holds like he got the American nickel. I win. Yeah. Looks like she's mine now. Now leave the lady alone. Understand that? Scene in. And Dax and the girl are walking around. Okay, that's what I was like. This is probably the most boring part of the movie because it's just them flirting or kind of like, yeah. It doesn't go on very long, thankfully. No, but, well, that's the nice thing. This movie moves pretty quickly, so even the boring part kind of goes by in like a minute and a half, but it's still a little bit like. She uh, says she's a reporter. She's looking into the story about the Kumite, and she's like, why won't anybody talk about the Kumite? Bitch, everybody's talking about the fucking Kumite. These guys won't shut up about the They're Kumite. They're walking past a flashing lit billboard that says Kumite, Kumite, yeah. come to Kumite. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So she's like, why are you fighting it? And he's like, for me, it's personal. She's like, I hear it's unnecessarily brutal. Like a cockfight for people. Again, with him saying personal, I was like, are they going to unveil that, like, Chong Lee killed his surrogate brother? Nope. nope. Uh, he just wants to represent and say, my surrogate uh, uh, ninja daddy, he got the best training because I'm the best, so he's best. Yeah. It's all for him. Mm-hmm. Praise Jesus. <laughs> so he he'll, he's like, I'll talk to you about it on one condition. There you go to dinner with me. <laughs> that, yeah. Do you so, fair, he sounds like strong bad in that moment. <laughs> yeah. So she agrees. The scene is over. Yeah. See, the problem is, I can't really do the Jean-Claude Van Damme that is in Street Fighter, the Mark Daclata, because he hasn't hit that point yet. He's still his baby Jean-Claude Van Damme, who isn't... It's like old Al Pacino versus young Al Pacino. Yeah, when Al Pacino was like, hey, what's going... Yeah, yeah. before it's like... Eah. Before it's like... You can see slight seeds of this Al Pacino he would become, yeah. but it's not developed yet into a like, yeah, caricaturable mm-hmm. personality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, now Ducks, it's the next day. And Ducks, it, Dukes is doing the splits on two chairs. And then... This is just the first day of the tournament, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and if I you, can't, do you We've wa- spent an hour. We haven't even gotten to the goddamn tournament yet. Do you want to get drunk? Watch this movie and do a shot every single time Jean-Claude Van Damme does the splits. Any excuse. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. He doesn't even have any special equipment for the splits. He just grabbed two whatever chairs he had in the hotel yeah, room. That's, and he's a, just that's, like, that's a way to stress the splits. And it's obviously him doing that. He's, that's the actor. He's not yeah. like, well, you think doing the scene, you'd probably have to do multiple takes. You would want to find some way to cheat a little bit. Cause... I, I think they probably have like a little platform behind him. He's probably sitting on just because. So he's holding his nuts up. Yeah. Just, kinda, just, yeah. just, just like because, I said, because. Because, uh. They don't show him get down from there. They show a close-up of his upper torso oh, when that's he gets a good off point. the chair. Yeah, so just I'm because... imagining something is 
holding him up there, but he's still bound. He's yeah, still I wouldn't doubt there. John Clyde's ability to do that on a whim, but just like I said, the filming thing, he probably was probably there for a couple hours filming. Well, actually, this film probably, actually, this is probably the first last take probably took 10 minutes, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, fucking Ogre shows up. He comes in, is like, that hurts me just looking at it. He, he tells Jackson they gotta leave in five minutes. Jackson is very sweaty. And he's like, alright, let's go fight. Dun, dun, dun. So now they're at the event. Some guy gives a story about what the Kumite is. History of the history Black of the Fighting Kumite. Dragon yeah. or something like that, yeah. Every five years, a bunch of dudes fight. After three days, the best shall emerge. May the best warrior prevail! Hurrah! Everybody cheers. And now the betting starts. Oh yeah, everyone's got their like fat this, wads of cash. This, the Kumite is such a noble form to, is, for people surprised. to fight to find the best fighter as it is just an excuse for people in Hong Kong to bet a shitload of money. Well, yeah, because they pretend at the very beginning that it's like the, the, this big noble pursuit, but it really does turn into the cockfight. Yeah. That's like What's-Her-Face mentions just in the scene before this, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so everyone's sw- swapping cash as... It's two randos who are in the first fight, yeah, right? Yeah. It's fake Saget. Bob Saget. No. <laughs> no, this guy for like it's fighting a, Dave Goulet. It's a super. T- <laughs> it's a super tall kickboxer guy who is even dressed a little bit like. Well, Saget. yeah, he sa- he stands like it's a guy with the mustache. He stands like add on. Almost he tra- I almost wonder if they traced like because he does this little motion that see almost just like how Saget's idol animation Street Fighter Two is. It's more add-on because he's got his. His is that what it up. is? Yeah. But, like, even, like, his proportions and everything, not just, like, an inspiration, but I really wonder if they actually took, like, footage of this film and at least for a little... Probably, at least there's, a little there's, bit. Turns out, well, we find out later that the black guy who is, like, fucking karate chopping coconuts out of a tree, yeah. I guess he must be doing, like, capoeira, like, Blanca, because he's all doing... Or early um, version or whatever of this it. movie's version of it is. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that this movie inspired Street Fighter in some kind of way. But, oh, of course it did. But this, but this, specifically much. this guy, the, how his stance and everything just feels so much like... Or, like, you might be right with, like, the... What, well, he's still the kickboxer stance. Uh, add-on. A-D-O-N, I believe. Oh, is that from, like, Street Fighter 3 or he's, something like He's that? a Saget's, like, pupil. Oh, really? See, I don't know. He's, All he's I know from is, like, Alpha, and I think he was in... Four, yeah, I'm only maybe. familiar with, like, Vanilla Street mm. Fighter 2, but... Yeah. Uh, so Lynn tells him that he's like, now remember, it's full contact. There are three ways to win. <laughs> I forgot Lynn only exists to ever be a care- exposition bucket yeah. in this movie. Yeah. One, you knock the guy out. Two, the opponent quits and sounds mate. Three, you throw that fucker right off the runway. Presumably, you would think he would, like, the people who have traveled all this way to be part of the commentary would understand, like, yeah, no shit. Like, this is, <laughs> it's like, it's like you're about to start a NASCAR race and you're like, you know what? First guy over the, that that victory line, he's the winner. Remember. That trophy, that's not just for coffee. <laughs> that that big cup on it, you get to keep that. And remember, you can only turn left. Yeah, exactly. You turn right, you're gonna hit that wall. <laughs> Thanks, Lynn. Oh no, Christ Almighty! Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm surprised no one's done a uh, what Will Ferrell did to so many comedy. What what's his like NASCAR movie? Uh, I don't remember the name. But I'm surprised, like Will Ricky Ferrell, Bobby. That's his. Or is that the name. character's name? Yeah. But I'm surprised he's he never did like a blitz, like parody blitz. <laughs> Actually, he should do it now that he's even older and fatter and out of mm. shape. I would fucking love to yeah. see someone do it like a fucking parody of fucking Bloodsport and Enter the Dragon. So stuff. the first fight. But yeah, so this is the first, first fight. fight. Yeah. Two guys kick at each other. One guy gets punched in the face. Blood flies out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. 
And Jackson's like, that's why they call it blood sport, kid. And Jean-Claude's down there like, thanks, I know. It's great. I I almost wonder if they had to shoot that at the last moment when they realized what they wanted to title the movie. Like, oh, we got to squeeze the title in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. No one's. Everyone's going to see it. Like, they're going to read. They're going to wonder what the hell a Kumite is if we call this movie (laughs) Kumite. So, yeah. That guy gets thrown out of the ring and huzzah, the other guy wins. Oh, they throw all their betting slips onto the guy, too. Yeah, they're like, fuck you. Fuck you. So he's the Santa's little helper of, of Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah. Now Jackson gets in the ring and fights pretty pretty boy McSmallman. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's what I called him. He's, oh yeah, he just beats the shit out of him, huh? Well, he gets hits a lot and like he gets like one shot in the nose and he's yeah, bleeding he and that's like and he's like and grabs the guy and just bashes his face in and knocks him out cold. Jackson just gets blooded up enough just so when he sits back down. He really does to get up. I like there's no even, like, holding pen for, like, the fighters about to go on stage. They just get up out of the seats, out of the... They're in the crowd. Yeah. They just come out. And like, he just sits down next to Ducks when he's done. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's why they call it blood sport. Well, before, <laughs> before that, he beats the guy and he's like, yeah! Yeah! You do, man! I want you next! He's pointing at Bolo <laughs> and Bolo kind of looks around like, what the hell is this? This is, a, this is probably the best character moment for uh, fucking uh, Jackson, just because it takes a lot of ball to go. Like, imagine if fucking Star Wars, if, like, right at the beginning, right after Han Solo is introduced, he just turns around and says, Darth Vader, I'm gonna kill you by the end of this movie. <laughs> like, that takes a lot of balls. And, like, yeah, I do yeah. love, yeah, fucking Charlie's reaction. He's just like, we just started like yeah we'll fight later if you get that far he's like what okay yeah yeah um yeah but now it's time for him to fight bolo he's the champ he never been beat he has has the record for the fastest knockout okay this is lynn just again yeah. of course he's i love it crawls up between everyone's no, shoulders I think, be like hey i think jackson actually says oh is this, this what it yeah. is oh okay he also killed a dude in the ring kicked him right in the throat and then watched the life leave his body which, the way he presents it is such like, oh my. Oh. But this happens like 15 times during the first of course. <laughs> this seems to be how most of the fights in Kumite end. But, yeah. Um, Bolo wins. People start chanting his name. He bounces up and down. Really? He gets He's really excited. excited. He's like a small child. He's so he happy. really is. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> now, as Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, and then he, he beats mm. his own record for a world record oh, yeah, for knocking for, the dude out. Thing like, ever. goes from like 14, he does it in 12 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, Jean-Claude Van Damme. He got a punch and kick his way to victory. Dun, dun, dun. He fighting a guy uh, who he grabbed the coin away from earlier. Oh, it's and his first fight against yeah. Hussein, yeah. And he says, now I show you a trick or two. Uh, so they fight. And Jean-Claude Van Damme beat him down. But the guy was only faking it and jumped back up and attacked Jean-Claude Van Damme. But he elbowed him in the face and punched him. And Jean-Claude Van Damme win. He he hold the record for the fastest knockout. Yeah, he now. beats he do, beats do, 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 Chong Lee by two seconds or whatever. Yeah, and Chong Lee gets all and that guy's gold tooth fell out, <laughs> which that, gives us a this chance is the best part for of the, the best film. comic relief of the the guy that cleans the blood out of the ring to it's run up and look guy. at it, grab it, bite it. And no that, it's kind of a younger guy, but he's got this werewolf facial hair where yeah. he's not. He doesn't have a beard. But he has these big hairy chops that are growing up to like almost like right below his eyeballs. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, just I love how he grabs the gold tooth and like jams it on his own face, and that is the end of Hussein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now Dax have the world record. Oh no, no, like that. And now we get a montage with various fighters fighting to the most '80s song ever. A fight to survive. Good, good. 
Kumite. 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 Yeah, I actually have a Except I don't think they're saying Kumite. It's they're saying Kute. You think so? Kute. Kute. <laughs> you know the guy who wrote that song? It's Stan Bush. You gotta do the touch for the Transformers oh, movie. Not surprised at That's what I'm saying. This movie is such a pure, perfect slice. There is such a specific vibe to late 80s movies. Mm-hmm. Shitty canon yeah. films like this. We're like, yeah, the Stan Bush song, the synth score. Uh, I wish, again, I wish there was a little more violence in the movie, a little more, like, but, like, it's per, yeah, you have the big montage, like, yeah, like, wailing guitars and yeah. shit, it's just, yeah, it, it is a perfect slice of itself, it's mm-hmm. great. So, so, in this montage, it's hard to say, you know, it's it just, just shit happens. It's just a montage, people are fighting, you we, can't be like, that part was cool. We see most of the side characters just we've a seen lot throughout of, the rest of the film, yeah, a a lot of, like, grind each other a out. A lot of bloody noses, and yeah, people that, going, the in slow motion going, yeah, spitting blood. A lot into of sweat air. flying and arcs through the air yeah. and things like that. A lot of names being changed on the billboard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm surprised there's not like popcorn vendors and things yeah. like that just even add to the so, carnival atmosphere. That, that's that montage ends and oh good. That's the first. That's the rest of the first day of yeah. Kumite. Yeah. Oh good, it's the, back to the side story with the cops. They're eating. <laughs> oh, this is I forgot to make a note of this. this is just, they're not like eating outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Forrest Whitaker, he's all just kind of eating while the older guy's kind of like, kind of being all like, oh, I'll eat this when it stops moving. Yeah. And go ahead. Because uh, I'm going to intervene in just a second. Oh, okay. So, uh, let's see. I lost my place in my notes. <laughs> so I didn't really jump in like I had something to say about this restaurant scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's Well, they're eating. They're Mil- eating Chinese the mil- food. Yeah, the military yeah. guy from earlier shows up and tells oh, them yeah, Duke is at the hotel. So they're like, oh, fuck, shit, and book it to the hotel, throwing a piece of food to a doggy. Fuck it, I can't remember which one of them says that, but, like, the, he says something like, this is a piece of you, or something like that, making the joke, like, this oh, is I dog. Thought, I thought he might have said, I this, this piece says. is for you. Either I'm a remarkably racist or the movie is. <laughs> I hope it's the a movie and not both. just me, but I heard it as, like, maybe the old guy, th- yeah, because he throws him, like, a bit of his, like, fucking kung pao chicken or the fuck that would be really but dark even, but even if it was dog, like this is a piece of you although to the dog's credit even the dog is like what the fuck is this shit yeah, it cuts, cuts in the next scene yeah yeah i, I it's yeah of course they couldn't get through the whole movie without making a <laughs> dirty chinese food joke but yeah if you're right if i'm right if it's not me just projecting so, my own fucking hostility <laughs> your own this issues Christ. so they show up at the hotel and walk up behind ducks and they're like hey ducks dukes <laughs> love, love the idea that even the other characters in the movies are docs dukes what the fuck come on <laughs> tired of this shit anyway yeah. so hey dukes you know why we're here we're gonna take you home I'll leave when Kudakumate is over and Jackson's sitting next to to docs and he's like who the hell are these two scumbags and Forrest Whitaker is like just stay out of it pal it's not your business okay and he goes I ain't your pal, dick face. <laughs> I love the way he's, I don't know why, but I love the way he calls him dick face. He's, it doesn't, he's really into it. Like, he's not just saying that just for I show. Think, but. I think insults with the word dick are my favorite insults. Especially coming from such, like, a totem of 80s movie stuff. Like, oh, it's Ogre from Revenge yeah. of the Nerds yelling at Forrest Whitaker, dick face. And he points dick, at him like, dick face. Insults in the 80s were better, like in E.T. Penis breath. <laughs> That's one of my favorite insults. <laughs> she doesn't slap. She laughs at him, but <laughs> scolds him at the same time. And goes, Elliot. Because <laughs> penis bread, good insult. <laughs> I have they. 
I wonder when uh, Spielberg did the like re-edit of that, like 2002. I would imagine Penis Breath and, and the walkie-talkie were probably the like the walkie-talkie guys were probably too. I don't know. Hopefully he reverted back to because not that Penis Breath, but yeah, the 80s are a very specific time for fucking insults. Yeah, yeah. insults. Yeah. So the older guys like Uncle Sam has invested a lot of time and money in you. He doesn't want to see you get hurt. I won't get hurt. That's why we're here, Frank. Don't make it tough on us, Frank. So they pull out two fucking wonky, huge, dumb-looking stun guns. I mean, these days, the stun guns would just essentially look like a gun. Yeah. But yeah, these are like fucking dustbusters. Yeah, giant (laughs) dustbusters. And they have to pull it out of their coats in a way that, like, I'm sure they only had to put those props on their coats just for the shot, because if they walk down the street with these giant dustbusters, you totally tell what they're... But yeah. They're like, don't make us use 50,000 volts, Frank. It's not like he's a seasoned martial artist who is trained in the art of taking weapons away from people. He does totally he couldn't not, have did it. Does he just not knock kick? No, he doesn't because uh Jackson I know Ogre ends up on the couch. Jackson tackles them both and, and Oh, is that what it is? And okay. Frank jumps over the couch and runs away. A little moment of self-sacrifice for yeah. Jackson, yeah. And the Forrest Whitaker tells Jackson, "If you don't want to shit sparks, you'll stay right where you are." <laughs> and they give chase. And thus, this is the most just <laughs> just like a chase scene begins with the least inta- intense chase song music ever. And Bill, I don't know if you've ever seen it. You probably didn't because you don't care about blood sport. But somebody did edit this scene with the Mentos music, and it works finger kissingly well, which is perfectly appropriate because I was laughing about how the movie. This movie ends in a Mentos note. Yeah. This is perfectly like a sandwich of like, yeah, because it is the most least consequential, just like Jean-Claude Van Damme practically just kind of skipping through the streets yeah. of Hong Kong. With a song that sounds like it's from a rip-off never-ending story. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's some kind of Sith. Chicka waka, chicka waka, wow, Well, no, it's an yeah. actual like vocal song. Oh, it is a vocal playing. song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, this is what I get for only watching this part of the movie just the once last night. Um, but yeah, there's like he's like leading him around trucks and he'll he's like having double so back much fun and he'll jump up on a plant and be like, like oh, yeah. and he waits until they're pretty much close enough to touch him and then he's like kind of slowly walking away again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, and I, you can tell Forrest Whitaker's trying to like pretend not to catch up to him, but I think the old guy's really trying to run as fast as he can, but he still can't. It's Chocolate Van Damme, man. Yeah. What are you gonna do? But eventually, yeah. they run across the tops of some boats in the the river. The guys chasing him fall in. In the most, like, whoa yeah. kind of way. Dukes hops on a rickshaw. And Mentos, the fresh maker. He holds up. He's like, hey, bye. I'd like to think the person who's like, it's not like, they had their groceries in the back. They're like, what the fuck? I'm not like, what? Just This is, this is fucking Hong Kong. And I know I have a rickshaw, but like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm not going to, like, do you see a parking meter on my fucking helmet? Yeah. yeah anyway. So that scene done. Now he's having dinner with uh, Janice. I can't believe you remember And she's like, that shit sounds wild, yo. And he's like, you have to see it to believe it. And she's like, come on, get me in. And he's like, they have strict rules, no press. And she's like, you must break the rules. Who are Hammer and Rollins? Apparently the guy's names are Hammer and Rollins. Mm-hmm. We shall never refer to them with those <laughs> no, names. No, it's just going to be Forrest Whitaker and dude. Yep. Yeah. It's two, those two guys are asking all over Hong Kong about you. And he was like, what do you want from me? And she's like, I really want you to get in the Kumite. But really, more than that, oh, no. I want to get to know you. Is this when they have sex? Uh-huh. So they fuck. 
I mean, not that we really see anything, right? Do we? Well, even, no. Is there even a, like a romantic? Like, do we even see them making out? Really? Because uh, there's, not there's no nudity in this film. There's not. There's not really a proper sex scene in this movie. Well, there's no nudity, Bill. Because the next morning, she's the next wa- morning, she's waking up and she's look. She looks over and is like, "Oh shit, yeah, boy." Oh, I'm just gonna soak this in, and she look over and she see Jean Claude Van Damme's he's already oiled, up and about oiled glistening body in the, in the morning light, pulling on the smallest, tightest, reddest of briefs. And the way that he pulls down the butt crack for a second, just so he can snap them back up, <laughs> just like just the way that box. nobody has ever put on underwear ever. <laughs> oh my god, I. It, it, I just picture him setting off a butt alarm, and that's what alerts what Kylie and Rollins to the window, the and they alarm. come smashing through. Like, oh, there's the butt we've been looking for. So, uh, they're all romantic with each other, and be like, yeah, they're still just kind of being with some sweet underwater level music from a Super Nintendo game playing in the background. That's why, again, I love '80s movies, like the trashiest '80s movies, because of shit, these kinds of production values. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't get you into the Kumite. And she's like, it's okay, I'll get over it. I the totally music was distracted by his ass, because I don't remember <laughs> any of the dialogue in this scene. <laughs> the music swells, and he Well, she leans. ends up there, right, kiss, though, right? I mean, huh? Well, the Is music it only swells, the third day? they kiss, he leaves, as, as she hates to see him go, but she loves to watch him leave. <laughs> and then, uh... Oh. As soon as he leaves, she gets out of bed like, hmm, I'm sneaky. Oh, I got an idea. Yeah, I got an idea. Well, it took her two days to come up with this idea. Yeah. Well, I guess now that she knows, maybe what's his face has told him where it's at, and so maybe she has a better maybe. beat on how to sneak in. But yeah. So he goes um, to Rena. Lynn is upset at, at him for vanishing. He's like, "I got a reputation to uphold. I'm supposed to be your your chaperone, basically." Uh, and then like, hilarious scene of Jackson being like, "Pick a brick, any brick. I know the bottom one, right?" And he punches a brick, and it explodes. And he picks up the bottom one. And is like, no, to scratch on it. Ha ha ha! I laughed till I was blue wugga, in the wugga. face. Yeah. So some businessman comes up to Dukes and is like, "You feel good today?" And he's like, "I feel fine. Good. You good fighter. You good fighter. Very strong." Uh, and he walks away with his date and Bill <gasps> in an amazing twist. His date is Janice. Oh my God! It's a reporter lady. I must have blacked out. There what a twist! Does Frank do like a double taker? Does he acknowledge? He, he kind of looks right? at her and is like, <laughs> uh, he gives well, her. A, he smiles like. It's the start it of the Mentos commercial before she turns the ties, and then she's the end of the Mentos mm-hmm. commercial. When like I got you, mm-hmm. I got blood on my face from all the fighting because well, I yeah. got front row. She seats. walks over to him and is like, "This isn't the first time I've had to go undercover to get a story." Uh, and she should have said, this, yeah. "And since going under the covers with you didn't work, I took a different route." Uh-huh. But the writing in this this movie was keep the dialogue as little as possible. I guess it's not like there was a script and this wasn't just an idea someone wrote on the back <laughs> of a napkin and then rushed into production two weeks later. Some more fighting. Yeah. So yeah, day two of the Kumite. Mm, she's watching amazed and strangely aroused mm. sometimes. She does leave a puddle. Maybe I'm projecting. I don't know. What's it to you? Shut up. She How dare a- you accuse me of these things? She is dressed up nicely. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. So, uh, Bolo kicks some guy in the leg, making the bone pop out, which, as you said... That's just, the bacon thing? Yeah, they yeah. just put a piece of bacon Which is on the most leg. gruesome thing that happens yeah. in the movie. And I love whenever, like, there's two or three times in the movie where someone does something like that. The way that they sell how terrible the injury is, they flash to Janice, and she's like, Oh! 
yeah. I can't avert my eyes the, quickly enough. The crowd starts shout, chanting his name, and he pumps his arms up and down like an incited <laughs> toddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So have we ever and, seen? Has the black guy already got knocked? Well, there's a couple black guys, but the Capoeira, Capoeira, Capoeira coconut guy has been knocked out yeah, yet. I don't. No, I don't his, think so. In the in the IMDb uh, trivia stuff, they refer to him as fighting a sumo wrestler, which I guess is kind of the big fat guy. I guess that's as really sumo as it gets. I guess so, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so at some point she like sneaks down and pulls out a little tape recorder. She's like, <laughs> talks into it, but that's never brought up again. I guess that's just to show it's, that she's doing her. She job. is documenting stuff because at the end of the movie, she is like, okay, I'm gonna write a thing about this, yeah. but yeah. She's, uh, she is accumulating notes. And... <laughs> then Jadon Claude Van Damme fights some black guy. He tries to intimidate him, like pointing at him with a shaky hand and then shaking The black his guy at him, right? And, oh, yeah, and, and he does the. Just yeah. draws it across his neck, and it's the least intimidating. I, I would have just been like. John Claude Van Damme just knock him out with like a single punch? Yeah, he beats him super fast. Do you fast. think that would be the new world record? Yeah. But no. Um, maybe this is just. Well, maybe they're just practicing. Yeah, some um, other fighting happens, and eventually. Uh, I'm trying to think of any crazy fighters we lose at this part of the film. Like I said, the only memorable ones I can really think of are, yeah, quasi, I guess, maybe sumo guy. Yeah, that's the next guy, Jean-Claude. Capoeira, fucking black guy. And he hugs him to death. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is anyone else? A lot of, like, kickboxers and stuff like that. Yeah, just generic Specifically remarkable, yeah. So, uh, he fights the quote-unquote sumo guy eventually Jean-Claude yeah, yeah he's having a tough time but eventually he bugs his eyes out and punches well, the, punch palm, the stomach palms the, the guy in the face I thought that face. was gonna be like the death of punch uh punch of death yeah or something like that but yeah. the guy just kind of he stumbles back backwards like, but then he starts approaching Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah it turns into Frankenstein shabams those Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, goes oh, down into Guys, yo, oh, yeah, that's right. We gotta set this up. Slides the down. Guys, and... yeah, advancing on him yeah. very quickly. Jean Claude Van Damme jumps down into the center splits, and Kablamzo punches the man right into testicles. The testicles. And I love that the guy, presumably this is the sumo guy they talk about in the credits. Mm-hmm. Presumably the guy, he's got like this like uh, piece of cloth loin, big fat loin cloth, so you can't quite see what's going on under there. But like, yeah, his balls get punched up into his throat practically. Yeah. And the guy, of course, the guy just goes down. And then John Claude Van Stan just stands up and pushes him over. And do 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 do, he wins. This actually, if you're gonna squeeze in John Claude Van Damme doing splits in the middle of the arena, that's a great way to do it. Where he just drops so quickly and then punches up. uh, Mortal Kombat got it from. Is that a move in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, Johnny Cage does it. I I don't know. It works on everybody but Sonya Blade. Are you serious? Yeah. Does she just kind of go, mm, what are you doing? Pretty much. I, mean, I don't think... He just does the splits when does you it do it. Tump, he does, tump, he doesn't actually even hold his fist out. He just slides down really? into the splits. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So... Um, do you have to, like, is it... Can you do the splits and, like, not punch? Which... Can they just walk over you? No. Oh, okay. But I, whether you're a dude or a lady... You get punched in the groin, it's gonna still hurt. It hurts more because you got stuff there, but it's gonna hurt. Like, getting shot in the nuts hurts more than yeah. getting shot, but getting shot still hurts. Yeah. You can still be incapacitated. Well, no, I'm saying, they don't punch on your blade in the, the her hoo-ha yeah. in the video game, but you could because it would still hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, A yeah. punch is a punch. Unless she's got, like, a magic iron vagina. Maybe. A vulva of woven Teflon. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the cra- the crown's chanting Duke. That's Bolo- Mortal Kombat. I didn't think about <laughs> other, what other games have taken from this movie, but yeah, Jesus. Bolo Christ. doesn't like that the crowd is chanting his name. Oh yeah, he gets really petulant about this. Yeah. yeah. Now Jackson got to fight Bolo. Frank tells him, "Go for the gut and keep away from his right leg." Uh, and you can guess what advice Jackson is going to ignore. But he doesn't really so much ignore it as is just an idiot because he gets in the ring. Uh, he manages to hit J- Bolo and knock him down. And then he just starts running around the being like, yeah, I did it. For five I did minutes. It. Never yeah. bothering to look back nope. to see if the guy has taken that five minute opportunity to like get back up yeah. or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what then, happens next. Yeah. And then he gets his ass kicked by Bolo. He really just gets the shit knocked out of him. Until eventually Bolo steps on him. There's a crunchy sound effect. And, Duck, and, and I thought that at least they were going to kill Jackson. Yeah. And then Duke is like, no! And he's screaming, no, no, no. And then he cut back to see You've Jackson. You've known this guy for two days. He's Who cares? Little, but then you see huh? Jackson, he's knocked out, but he just got boo on his head. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking he, like, broke his neck, smashed his head like a watermelon, but no. no. He just... He just kicked him a little hard. Yeah. Yeah. So Buller, I was like, well. does his toddler fist pump. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd chants his name. He also takes Jackson bandana. Oh, that's right. Oh, his Harley Davidson bandana. Very sinister. Yeah. And now Jackson's in the hospital. And uh, everybody's at his bedside. And Dukes is like, I'll get back at him. And Janice is like, is that what you think he wants? A roommate? He's like, Janice, stay out of this. I don't want to see you get hurt. They don't watch. That's the correct response. Yes. Yeah, I know. They exactly. don't watch. We, this show's going to go Sound on with advice. or without you. You're not going to yeah. stop us. Yeah. You probably shouldn't have. We're kind of invested now. <laughs> yeah. You probably shouldn't have gotten involved with the man who you know is fighting in a blood sport. P.S. Don't come to Bloodsport then if you're upset that Bloodsport is going to keep on happening yeah. if you suddenly object to Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Um, my note here is just, Jesus, how heavy-handed and dopey this movie makes the Karate Kid Part 2 look like Citizen Kane. <laughs> Everybody getting freaked out over Chong Lee putting Ogre in the hospital despite 20 other guys we've already seen die in the film and just the melodrama in this part well, of the film is white. off the chart. Oh, that's true, too. Come on. They weren't lovable uh, <laughs> almost date rapists on the bus. <laughs> That <laughs> we saw at the beginning of the yeah. film. Um, but yeah. This so, is, have you seen The Karate Kid Part 2? Uh, yes. I just forced some friends to watch that the other night. So it's, that's fresh in my... Because mm. it predates this movie by a couple years. And again, like, like yeah. wh- white dude in fucking Asia being better at karate than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. they argue about shit. And he's like, I just want to be the best I can be. Just like you want to be the best journalist you can be. See, it's the same thing. Uh, this is the part where she retorts, I didn't learn to be the best journalist by being pulled apart on a Stretch Armstrong machine. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah. profession's a little bonkers, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, yeah, Lynn's like, dude, what the fuck are you? She leaves. She angry. Lynn's like... I blacked out on all this stuff, yeah. yeah this Lynn's is, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? You're blowing it. Quit fucking that broad. Just focus on the fighting. So she's an asshole and goes to the military to tell them about the Kumite. Oh, does she? Yeah. This is totally like the part where I was like, oh, it's a good time to check Twitter. Mm. <laughs> And oh. because she she tells the military because she doesn't want to see this guy she's known for literally no, a she day. she say the name? Quinte? Oh, she must because they show up yeah. in the thing the next day. She doesn't want to see the guy she's known for literally a day a get day. hurt. That's, that's some good dick. That butt. She doesn't want to see that butt get bruised. If he does, if he does, if he does, could you just put the butt just in make a, a pla- box pla- for pla- me? Make a plaster mold of that ass, please. please. 
<laughs> Do me a favor. That's that can that can be my reward for turning in frightened dukes. And um, then, now another shitty '80s song. Uh, while Dukes rides the bus, having flashbacks of Jackson. Well, this is this is one of the best parts. He's not dead. He's just at the hospital, slit taking a nap. Um, I fucking love the weird googly-eyed face that Chong Lee is making when uh, John Claude thinks he sees Chong Lee's reflection in the uh, in in the bus window. Because like, yeah, he gets on the bus. He's all alone. It's so super sad. He looks there, and like Chong Lee's reflection is like. Glaring at him, just making the most face, <laughs> and he turns around. Of course, Chong Lee's not there, but like, yeah. it's just fucking poor Jackson. Chong Lee's force ghost, fucking he hurt with well, Frank. He's not dead, but acting like he dead. Yeah, no, we find out later that he really is. He got he got kicked in the head. Like, I think I think Chong Lee's toenail cut his forehead <laughs> yeah. a little bit. That's and, the real and also a few got. scenes intermixed with that of his trainer. uh Sensei laying in bed, just be like, "Oh, so they still keep oh, on cutting back." I'm sick. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, no, it's part of his flashback. <laughs> Is he like lifting one it's, butt cheek and letting out one little two? Uh, it's very emotional. Sweet. Yeah, I feel for him. It's so sad. Uh, so now Jean Claude Van Damme gonna do the splits on top of a skyscraper. It's dawn of day three of the kumite, and he's on top of a skyscraper doing the splits. This is that's actually what you just do. from a filming perspective. I was like, I'd be scared if I was Jean Claude because he is obviously on the like the fucking seventieth store story of whatever the hotel they filmed yeah, this at. Yeah, but China has very strict safety laws. This is true. They are known to be one of the most safest. <laughs> so, you couldn't even whole... finish the sentence. <laughs> I'm surprised the facade of that northern part of the building didn't slough off the, the building. slough off from the power of Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, flexing his buttocks. Even more knowing that you're in Hong Kong, that'd be more scary to be like, yeah, so uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is doing splits. Like well, on the very front yeah. of like this little porch on While meditating. On, yeah, and the sun rising, he's all oily and glistening mm-hmm. and it's eighties is shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So God damn, I'm surprised Optimus Prime isn't like flying around behind him in the sky or something yeah, like that. Yeah, It's very silly. It's but great, yeah. To be fair, I mean when I want to get pumped up, that's what I do. That's it. Man, if you want to kill someone, I go I go to the Blood big sports a good way to I go to the big pink tower of power in downtown, downtown Portland, downtown Portland, and yeah. climb on top of it, do the splits, and are like, whoa, whoa. sometimes it's just nice to air your balls out a little yeah, bit. That's true. I'm surprised he's you not he's naked while off? he's doing it. Oh man, um, she may have suggested at one point just even show off his butt cheek a little yeah. more. Yeah. Oh. So man. then that scene done. That man, the sexual moves scene. he could have done back then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So ranking of butts, Bill. Has anyone done? Wait, shut up. <laughs> I was gonna... We're going to rake some butts here. Oh, I just want to... Because I'm going to forget okay. what I say. Has anyone done an animation where he takes off like Chun-Li? Where he like... Oh, I'm sure. They just cut that out and turn it into an animated GIF. I'm sure. Okay, ranking of butts. So, Jean-Claude Van Damme? It's pretty good. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen uh, fucking uh, uh, James Bond's butt. Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. And... Well, you have to And give... Gene Kelly. Oh, man. You know what? <laughs> Sophie's choice of buttoxes. It's the Triforce of butt meat. <laughs> Actually, of all of them, I'd mm-hmm. have to probably go with Gene Kelly. Yeah, just because it's the most pronounced. John mm. Glad his butt is tiny, shapely but tiny. Mm-hmm. But Gene Kelly's is bigger and just more in your face. Mm. And and fucking Daniel Craig somewhere in the middle. Mm. Definitely, I guess you could say he's best of both worlds. He's got size and volume and shape. <laughs> But no, Gene Kelly's like a fucking ham. You're watching those movies and just like... <laughs> I'd like to think Gene Kelly died. He still had like a, almost like perfectly like just, just flawless ass. Butt, Even the rest yeah. of his body's just like this wrinkly fucking skeletal mess, but his ass is still just like hanging mm. in there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. 
But yeah, that's probably yeah. That probably, in terms of male asses in film, at least as I'm aware of, as, yeah. as I've ever noticed. As I've ever noticed. Uh, unless you've got some I, I, one, that, that's No, I, the only man ass that I hear about <laughs> is from you. <laughs> this week in Bill's man ass corner. Mm-hmm. Oh. So later on, he's walking down the dark alley. The two asshole cops. Oh yeah, are he's, at the I guess he's just it. walking to Kumite. Yeah. He's just showing up. Yeah. The cops are there. Oh my god! He's like, "Don't stop me!" And they're like, "We're not gonna stop you." He is, and then the military man is there. One guy shows. Oh no! Is it the captain? Yeah. And so they stick some army men on him. One guy jumps out, gets his ass beat, and then a second guy jumps out, and he gets, gets his ass, ass beat. beat. That is the uh, Hong Kong military's <laughs> attempt. Well, to stop John. He Clark gets to, to them, and they're they pull out their tasers and like, "Don't make us use these," but. Like John Claude Van Damme is literally sitting like two inches away from them. Mm-hmm. Does he? This is the part where he. Well, he grabs a trash can lid and they uh, shoot that's... their tasers and they I bounce off the. Ta- oh, because there's and there's two more guards that are coming just up and get around tased. the corner and they get tased and then yeah. yeah. And then they this just dumb as and hell. they just let him go. <laughs> that's it. They're just kind of like ah shit, and then they actually just go follow him into the Kumite. Like yeah. I guess we're gonna watch him. Yep, it's well, very you... hard to get in the Kumite. Well, even Frank's like, you know what? I keep on telling you, like, just wait for the Kumite to be over. I'll go with you. And even right here, he's like. Just wait two hours and like I'll beat you at the airport. Like yeah. like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, they just say fine. Fuck it. Let's yeah. go get some fucking crackers. Somehow jacks. they all get in there to watch yeah. with the girl reporter too and everything. Yeah, everyone's Everybody in there. In I don't there. even know if she's pretending to be in disguise again anymore no. or anything. But yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> ducks. Ducks. Damn it. Because <laughs> it's ducks. written D U S. I keep saying ducks. Dukes. My next note is. So Frank is called Dukes, but it's pronounced Ducks or vice versa. Yeah. I made that note right here. So some guy's fighting Frank. He wants to fist bump with him to start it. Oh but, yeah. Well, he got, he fist bump, but he he sucker kicks him. And he blames those. There's some dirty people, dirty oh, fire, untrustworthy people, people in this underworld fighting circus. I'm surprised, I'm surprised no one just doesn't pull out a gun and start shooting at people. Mm. But yeah, but this, John Clay kicks his ass. Yeah, right? makes Frank upset, so he proceeds to kick his ass. Uh, Manny, he's like, come on, come on, and they kick each other inside. Come on, come oh, on. I forgot. That's actually bah, a great bah. moment where, like, yeah, they John, kick each other. Frank is just inviting that guy get, yeah. to kick him in the ribs, and the guy does and doesn't do anything, and mm-hmm. they get just kind of kick back and forth. It goes Lots on. Of steel. It goes on for like two minutes of them just yeah. kicking each other, and then finally he gives he up. He does. Like, and he finishes it off with a pretty fucking sweet roundhouse kick. Oh yeah, it's very fast and very impressive. And no one seems to try to dodge any of his kicks or anything. Too, they nah. just go. What's happening as a slow motion kick? <laughs> so now yeah. it's Bolo's time to shine. That's a place. The fight starts. Who's Bolo? he fighting? Um, S- some dude, 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 some, some, some guy in a karate gi. Yeah, no one. I think it's a gold to karate gi like or okay. Is it Paco? <laughs> I don't know. The, the, I look one of the fights. The fighters. His name is no last name, just Paco. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. a famous model. Yeah. Yeah. So Bolo eventually punches the guy in the throat, gets him on the ground, punches him in the face, breaks his neck, and the referee oh, just stares that's at right. him. that's right. It's this like, thing, because he's already down. Do he doesn't have to kill him, but he does kill him. Mm-hmm. And then I got confused by this, because it's well, a little the, weird, because it takes a while for everyone to react The crowd to this, starts but... to chant. Yeah. He does his toddler arm pump. <laughs> We've already seen it a couple times yeah. before, but yeah. And the ref looks at the judges or the guys that are running the kumite. I don't know if they're judges or whatever. Well, yeah, there's the ref, there's the, the black the, guy and the, the purple guy, and there's the yeah. two. Re- and I guess there's, there's a well, grandmaster the, we yeah, see once or twice yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. the film, but yeah. Uh, the ref looks at them, 
And it's like, he dead. So they stand up and turn their backs on him, which makes the crowd go silent. He has dishonored the <laughs> Kumite. still like, oh, no one left me. And then he blows his nose one more time onto the carpet just despite everybody. <laughs> well, oh, I forgot to make looks, a note of that. That's his yeah, first fight. That, and he that's does what, that a couple times, <laughs> just launching snot rockets. Because well, I do love that everyone else is trying to be like kind of professional about like, yeah, we're professional martial artists. And he's just like, funk, funk. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, looks uh, at, uh, he looks at Frank and says, you are next in a voice that obviously is not his. Yeah. So now it's time for the final match. Oh, uh, what gonna happen? Money is being bet all over the place. Frank is very calm. He's ready to go. Uh, and also now the battle arena is not a flat surface anymore. They raised it at slight angles. I w- wasn't quite sure if they just did that for the last fight, the last day, or whatever. But yeah, now it's like a trapezoidal thing where it's yeah. kind of like a pit in the middle and. Which, you know what, I wonder if they did to give John claude Van Damme, like, some height advantage so he could do, like, his kicks, but, like, I don't don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know why else they would do that, but, well, because he's he's a tiny guy, so it makes sense that, like, the other guys, I would assume he's, he looks pretty short and stocky, too, Mm. but, like, just to make it easier for John, not that we ever see him actually launch himself into the air, but, like. Just from a filming perspective, it says, hey, maybe they worked on the script, we're like, well, maybe if we slant the floor a little bit. We could just like, oh, it's just they do the special because this makes fighting. And anyway, but yeah, it's different now. So now they're, they're gonna to fight. fight. Get hype. Prepare. This last twenty of the minutes minutes of the movie is nothing but slow motion, practically. <laughs> and Bolo flexing his pecs a lot. Yeah. Oh, do, and that's do, how he do, got, do, that's do, how he comes do, in do. intimidate. He does it like Homer Simpson in the mirror when he's <laughs> imagining yeah. his his muscular body. <laughs> and I do love the um. The uh, who's the guy who judges stuff and like that? We just mentioned him. The, the referee. Guy. The referee. He's all kind of intimidated by by Bolo. Mm-hmm. He's all like, he's a little scared. And John mm-hmm. Clad's like, I will save the day. And <laughs> Bolo's like, you break my record. Now I break you. Like I break your friend. And he oh, because he's, he's got the Harley Davidson on his he's knee. He got thing. the bandana all wrapped. That's right. That son of he's a bitch. So tough. He has besperched the memory of this guy who's just you know, at, at in the I hospital am. drinking beer, watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I, I just had this thought now. I kind of like prefer bad guys like this, where they're just kind of just a bad guy, and they don't have to they're make just petty schmucks. Yeah, you don't have to make them like super hateable, where you're just like, oh fucking, I can't. They have wait not to see killed the hero's died. family or anything. Yeah, in that perspective, just a, he's just an asshole. The fact that like they did not make it so that he's responsible for the death of. Frank's surrogate brother kind of like yeah it just makes him he just he's just an asshole yeah that's just really he's asshole. just an asshole yeah. he likes to punch people mm-hmm. yeah he's and fucking nelson mutts with a better training regimen mm-hmm. yeah um, so uh the match starts and frank gets a couple hits in right away to establish yeah he's the first one he actually yeah he delivers this, the first blow that establishes that he's obviously the better fighter yeah bolo isn't even trying to defend himself he's just getting his ass kicked but of course, then he starts to make a comeback and do better. Oh, we forgot. Yeah, and they have a... they have a back and forth. Boop 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 boop. Plenty yeah. of slow motion, and John Klein Van Dam screaming with his eyes bulging out. Again, yeah, and like shaking his head back and forth so his lips are like detached from his face. Jean Klein Van Dam does a face that only Jean Klein Van Dam does, and it's always in slow motion where he does this like panicked scream face. 
It looks like it a rat is just like trying to climb up his penis. Yeah, he's worried, but <laughs> and so intense with his worry. It's like he's just realized the futility of life, while also <laughs> yeah. being super angry about that futility of life. Yeah, yeah. it's just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, before the match starts, we saw Bolo's trainer... Give him, like, a little sweet a, tart. Yeah, put a little sweet tart in <laughs> like his... Like a little Alka Seltzer pellet. Yeah, yeah, in the lining of his pants. And he pants. puts it yeah, in his pants. So Which I thought, you know, I thought there was going to be something where, like... Because they mentioned earlier, fucking Frank says his guts is a thing. So maybe he knew that Frank would try to punch him in the gut. I don't know how a pill an Alka Seltzer <laughs> Kaboom! Out like, my hand! <laughs> but I was kind of expecting, like, maybe, like, bullets shoot out of our <laughs> knives or something. Yep. Or at least maybe it's made out of broken glass that no, cuts up Frank's what, hand. What it is, is he's losing, so he grinds it up in his hand and pocket sand! I, according to the internet, they sound like it's just a salt tablet. Yeah. Which I don't think. Well, even if I don't know, it's, I think it's, it's too it is, powdery it for salt. But yeah, but it makes Jean Claude Van Damme be like <laughs> for full five minutes, yeah. just constantly just walking around. Not and just also everybody in the fucking arena totally saw this happen, and nobody's like, "Hey, he got blinded." <laughs> the referee. He doesn't even try to hide it. Referee's just kind of going, "Oh, yeah." Okay. I, which is a good point. Why in a in a, in a, in, a, in a fight like this? If they're not going to call out the fact that Bolo just did this, and there's no holds barred, there's no rules, just it's all to fight to the death, why even have a referee? Mm. What's the fucking point? But To point at the person that won. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> at this point, it's not a referee as much as it's Vanna White. But mm. yeah, so uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, blinded, has totally... I thought this was going to be the thing where the hero gets blinded, and he... and Because, he, like, they're... The villain, for whatever reason, gives him a couple mi minutes to freak out about this. Yeah. Which, it's all slow motion, so it's probably more 30 seconds, but in the movie it seems like two minutes. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a moment where, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme collects himself and, like, focuses on his inner strength and then, like, does the super badass, like, okay, now he doesn't need his vision. because we've already established in the early in the film that he's been trained how to deal when you're, when you're blind. Yeah, he served tea. He served tea once. <laughs> <laughs> no, instead he is just, like, walking around he's like Frankenstein. punching the air. Punching the open air, screaming, yelling, <laughs> just not dealing with this well at all. And, of course, Bolo is just cracking up. The audience is dying. Janice is freaking out. I'm the on fucking... the I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> he's just in a dis... This sad show goes on for a little while, but mm -hmm. yeah. He gets punched a bunch. A whole bunch. Bunch uh, of He punches. screams like Jean-Claude Van Damme can only do. He He makes various sound effects. <laughs> but then he finds his calms. Yeah, he, he screams, he's like, ah! And then he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's then, like Schwarzenegger light. It yeah, really is. But then he finds his, his zen mode and calms down. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, now he's super serious. And he grabs a punch out of midair. He stops it and kicks Bolo in the stomach. Bolo throws the ref at him. <laughs> but but Jean-Claude Van Damme is like, uh, uh, this doesn't feel like a Bolo. And he does, and he kind of behind pushes me, him behind like, yeah. He's like, I will protect you, ref. Get the behind me. But he's still me. just kind of like stammering around and just kind of like, mm -hmm. uh, Dukes does a bunch of roundhouse kicks in a row. Does a big split jump. And while jo Bolo like dive rolls underneath him, it's very circus away. I can't remember how this actually ends though. Uh, he kicks him a bunch <laughs> my of. No, yeah, my only note here is about um, all the goofy fights. He does making. a like a bunch of jumping roundhouse kicks, like split Which jumps. Which makes sense. I figured his, his, opponent's his last volley in. would be jumping stuff because yeah. that's whole John Clad's thing. And then, thing, so the but... guy gets on the ground and he's. 
He picks up his head and is looking around like all blind. <laughs> <laughs> Say it! Say it! Say it! And he goes... Oh, that's right. He gets him... He, yeah. John, uh, Frank gets uh, Chong Lee in the headlock. Yeah. Oh. And he goes... <laughs> which is good enough for everybody, I The is just like, yeah, we, okay, we get it. Yeah. yeah. And hurrah! He, he went forever! All the bad things in the universe have been solved <laughs> by the Kumite. Yep, so then there's um, the ceremony and Mr. Duke's... There Duke. is an elaborate ceremony. Yeah. The guys come out, they do like on the great, on the savage her on the on the honorable heritage of the you Black Fighting with Society. Ins inspiration. We of the Kumite salute you. Everybody claps. He given a katana. He did not steal the katana. He no. earned it. Oh, so he finally does get his katana, even though it's mm. not the katana he tried to steal from his own master. And he says... This is for you, Shadow Kitsuriri. <laughs> whatever he calls the guy. Oh, whatever he his master call is. Yeah, no, he, he call does him. have like a title for his yeah, master. It's, so it's not it's just not like Sif it's not like Mr. Takahata. It's not Sifu or Sensei. It's no, but like, it's like Savunchagonam. Sadoki. Yeah, something. Shadoki. I don't know. They probably totally made up for this fucking movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it's at the hospital, and he's talking to Jackson, and Jackson's like, "So yeah." You stomped him real good, huh, Frankie? Jackson's drinking a fucking beer in bed. Mm -hmm. And the Janice is there too, and she's like, "Worse, he made him say mate." All right, Frankie, but don't you get too cocky, cause you might have to go up on me against me next time. And and Frank is like, "Next time you'll fight, try to keep your clothes on." And then they they grab each other's hand and they get really close to each other. And say, "Anytime, any place." You need me? I'll be there. He's like, I love you, my friend. Me too. What an amazing three days this is, seriously, these two guys have had It's like together. Sunday evening and they just met Friday morning. <laughs> and now they're like blood brothers. Yep. Yeah. The <laughs> fucking most knuckle-headed blood brothers. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, then, And whatever happens in Hong Kong stays in Hong yeah, Kong, That man. scene's over. Uh, now and, the movie turns into a Mementos commercial. They're at the airport. And the two cops are standing outside the plane, and they're like, he's not gonna show. Looks like he did it to us again. Wah, but then, wah, wah. you guys coming or what? Yeah, he's like, like he's at the top of the, he's already the stairwell on, into the air. Yeah. He already on the plane, oh, and they're oh. like, oh, <laughs> dead asshole. Oh, Dukes, you did it again. Oh, and so they walk into there. the plane. Yep, and then she, Janice rolls up in a bus, gets out. Puts her fist into the palm of her hand. As all relationships, romantic relationships <laughs> yeah. should end. Bows to him. He bows back. Freeze frame. Mentos commercial, The Fresh Maker. This movie picture is based upon true events. <laughs> I started In laughing. the life of Frank W. Dukes. Oh my From god. From 1975 to 1980, Frank fought 329 matches. He retired undefeated as the world heavyweight full contact kumite champion. A secret event. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly, yeah. Uh, he oh he still God. holds four four world record attempts or four world records fastest knockout three point two seconds fastest punch with a knockout yeah, I love these very point twelve seconds specific stats about fastest this. kick with a knockout seventy two miles per hour most consecutive knockouts with a single tournament fifty six so subsequently he founded the first American ninjutsu system Duke's Ryu and he did it all only getting little booze on his cheek. 
Because that's all the damage that's Jean-Claude it. Van Damme got from the Kumite. Not even a stitch. He's just got a paper cut just, on his temple. Just a that fucking was it. bruise on his cheek. Uh, you know what? Fuck the real Frank Dukes. I want to see the real Ray Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was wrong with that guy? Duh and. Duh and. Duh fade out, fade to black. Power ballad over the end credits. Mm-hmm. Copyright 1998. Uh, Canon Films Incorporated. Yeah. What a fucking movie. What that a is- movie. <laughs> Yep. This is... See, you were worried. Uh... You were, and last time we recorded, you were like, I don't know. I want to, you know, we did Awful April. I want the next movie to be a high. Bill, this, this is, is a high. A high. <laughs> well, I wanted to make it known that we're out of Awful April. Because if you don't haven't seen Bloodsport, you don't know if, like, that's going to be a good movie. It's a good fuck. Like, again, not not good movie, but a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Um, speaking of Frank Dukes. Oh, goody. Have you heard about this guy? I researched him years ago, but I forgot all of it. Okay, so according to the internet, granted, I've only known about this guy for 12 hours through the internet, so who mm-hmm. knows how much of this is true, but so the quote-unquote real Frank Dukes, who was the martial arts consultant on Bloodsport, claims that this movie is pretty much a true story that actually happened to him, uh, though he was supposedly working undercover for this, uh, with the support of the CIA rather than randomly chased into Kowloon uh, like, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's character in, mm. in this film. Uh, but absolutely no one has ever been able to corroborate any of this, or, uh, any of his military or martial arts past, much less the existence of the comité or anything else depicted in this film. Mm. Uh, in fact, I was reading something about how the one guy who claimed to back up all this information, uh, to the production company to say, oh, this guy's not crazy, this is real, I saw it all happen. Turns out he was paid by the guy. Well, the guy no. came out late years later. Why and said, is anybody no, gonna admit it? it's a secret or fighting ring? They, I'm surprised they didn't kill that guy. Cause yeah. He, yeah. Uh, in fact, this is the best part actually. In fact, a lot of the details about the Black Dragon Fighting Society that uh, put on the Kamite tournament in the film seems to be lifted directly from the Count Dante Kung Fu ads that appeared in the back of a bazillion comic books in the late 70s and early 80s. The guy was just had read some Fantastic. comic books and said, you know what, I'm going to tell this movie production company that I was the champion <laughs> of the Black Dragon Fighting Society. Nice. Uh, I'm, I, it kills me that Count Dante. If you were a kid in the 80s and you read comic books, you probably saw this ad. It's this, I don't know if he's supposed to be black or Asian or what, but he's got this fro with these big mutton chops. Yeah, it's Count Dante, the deadliest man alive. I'll put a note of this in the show notes or something like that, but it's fucking hilarious. And so this this seems to be the inspiration for Bloodsport, which is the perfect circular mm-hmm. that thing that this movie would be ins- inspired by this guy who just ripped off all this information from a fucking comic book. Nice. And the only other really interesting information about this movie was Bloodsport's director, Newt Arnold. Arnold? <laughs> I can't... Arnold. Arnold. Uh, was an assistant director on The Godfather and 12 Angry Men, mm. which is kind of a classy... Uh, curricula vitae for someone who made uh, fucking something called Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an assistant director. It's not like he sat down and said, we need Brando on this film, but... Yeah. <laughs> Bloodsport. I like that there's no filler. No. I mean, aside it's from the lean. cops. There's some yeah, filler. But... Like, in the, even, the, even the leanest person alive is going to have a little bit of body fat. Yeah. So your brain don't bake in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, there's like maybe five minutes. Like the fight scenes don't drag on too long. You don't no. get sick of them. There's always, and there are always montages. So like, mm-hmm. stuff's always happening. And the characters are pretty colorful. Yeah. Not quite. It's not like the every character is a Street Fighter character, but there's like, you got a guy, you got a black guy chopping coconuts out of a tree. Yeah. You got a fucking Thai guy pretending to be a fucking uh, Saudi. Mm-hmm. All kinds of crazy shit. Uh, fucking Bloodsport villain guy Chong Lee. It's hilarious. Fucking. I'm surprised, you know what, this movie taking cues from, or supposedly Street Fighter 
taking inspiration from this film. Kind of kills me. There's no Ray Jackson character in Street mm. Fighter. There's no big American just like they had a Native American character eventually, but there's no big fat dopey white guy, doughy guy, just been like, yeah. I'm gonna kick you with my beer. Yeah. That's <laughs> um yeah for better or worse this kickstarted the career of John Van Damme. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the the only the second a, of his movies that I've seen. The ass that launched a thousand movies. That's a terrible thing. His ass will never be younger or tighter than this ever again. <laughs> We've already seen the highlight. He can oh, never no. get this good again. Oh, oh my god! So that is that is some yeah, fucking blood sport. sport. One of the actually one of the more entertaining films we've done on this project, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah. Beats fucking Victor Victoriaal. The hell that's Oh, stuff. everything beats Victor Victoriaal. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, just beats the shit out of Victor yeah. Victor Victoriaal. So what are we doing next? Uh, we're doing a 180. Sorry? <laughs> yeah, since I agreed to do it, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm Even though... I, I'm, how old is it? Uh, Tangled? Yeah. It's old enough. We're doing Tangled, okay. Because I know you have, like, well, a five-year... Well, it's, it's 2017, and it was recorded that Tangled, which was, like, the next movie from those same people... Uh, no, Frozen. Uh, Frozen came out, like, three years ago. Yeah. Frozen's already, like, an old... Not an old film, but let's see. Tangled. You're gonna... Okay, it's so... probably, like... Five or six years ago? I have... So this is your project, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you have not seen... What do you know about Tangled? Do you have anything... I, well, I know, actually... Eh, not a ton. My niece was obsessed with it. 2010. Seven mm. years old already, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... I, I I never had to watch it with her, thankfully. But What's she your... had a lot of toys of it. You okay. Know. I know some of the characters based on that. But... Do you care much for the... That regime's films? That regime, I should say. Uh, like Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph and... I haven't seen Moana Ralph or, or okay. Moana. Oh wow! I saw okay, Frozen once, trying to make my my younger niece go to sleep. Because Do you have a particular opinion about that? It's all right. Because all those films, including Tangled, are I very specific. I also had a crying vibe. child in my arms trying yeah, to put her to sleep. Kind so of thing, yeah. Okay, but yeah, we'll talk about Tangled. Yeah, we'll talk about Tangled. Yeah, Tangled. There's yeah. a cute. Hor- Only thing I remember about it, the the main dude's got facial beard. Mm-hmm. Which is like rare for a Disney character, mm-hmm. and uh, the horse is good. Then again, all Disney horses are good. Yeah. So we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out about. Tangled. Find out what you think, but yeah. Yeah, he muttered on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. Tardypodcast.com is where you can find. Hit us website. up. Let us Hit know us what up. you think. Give us a share. Um. Tell people about our garbage podcast. <laughs> Force them to listen to we it. We found as say, as, as say, we. You re- you like that Richard Simmons podcast, right? Have I got a podcast for you? Oh, seriously, come on! If you can give the Richard Simmons podcast a chance, give us a chance. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're not that bad. It's uh, a good podcast. What are you talking about? Have you seen it? Have listened to it? Yeah, listen to all of it. Is it good? Yeah, it's fantastic. They, they, they never got a chance to talk to Richard Simmons. No, though, but right? it's still really good. Did he say like "fuck you, get out of my house"? No. Well, I didn't realize it was actually got to be Yeah, no, it's an actually podcast. no, it's an actual good podcast. <sighs> <laughs> You're like fuck. No, I got. Well, technically, this is. This is the Bill Mudgeon podcast because I'm a recluse. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, you're coming here. Bill, where have you been for all these years? <laughs> and being a big fat guy, I'm right, the opposite the, of Richard the, Simmons, really. In his chair, it's the same place. Yeah, I, you know where I'm, I'm just sitting here playing Mario Kart. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this yeah. is the end of the podcast. The readers, listeners at home can't see what I'm doing, but Daniel, this is what I have to say to you. Bill is about to fist it. He fisted it. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Mentos I was, moment. I was too busy laughing at you fisting it. Kumite. 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 Well, the saddest thing is, is about Kumite, so we can never actually publish this podcast. Oh, so no. if people are listening to this, they know they somehow said this got... Maybe... Is Janice here listening to us? Oh, Jan- Secretly recording our podcast? Janice, that asshole, Janice, she published it. Go home. Janice, get out of here. You- get... 
Stop lurking in that corner behind all those Star Wars toys. Get out of here. Don't you do that. I'll do splits at you. You want to see my butt cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't hold my poop in like, like oh, a juggler. No. Your poop doesn't come out when you do the splits. It wouldn't if I did. <laughs> it would just sound like an elephant throwing up the moment my butt cheeks split apart. Oh, Gross. anyway. That's okay. it. Yep, that's it for today. Goodbye, everybody. We'll <laughs> talk to you, you later. <laughs> Bye. Whoosh. That's the sound of us getting on the airplane, like Street oh, Fighter. Okay. We choose the slide to go. <laughs> How did you not know? That's my impersonation of that incredibly specific sound effect. You are a fully artist extraordinaire. I have to edit that in so people know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Take Goodbye. care, guys.